serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal. Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. Can the Renegades finally nab one against the Sedalia Bombers this season? Just about time to find out the answer to that question as the Renegades have traveled here to Liberty Park Stadium for the first time that they will face the Bombers on the road this season. As always, good evening everyone, happy Tuesday. I'm Ben Schmidt, just about ready to bring you all of tonight's Renegades coverage on the Show Me Sports Network. It is hot, there is a sun shining directly in my face that has rendered me almost unable to see the computer screen that sits, oh, I don't know, about six inches in front of me. But I'm ready to go for this one, and I hope you are ready as well. Renegades and Bombers both on the field, mowing around around a little bit, getting some warm-up throws in. Looks like for what has been most of the away games that we have traveled to this season, another Little League night at the ballpark. There is one of the Little League teams in the Sedalia area is on the field, throwing and making toss back and forth with some of the Bombers all-stars and starters so that looks like a lot of fun out there and we are just about ready to go in Sedalia should be a good one Renegades coming off a win last night they snapped a two-game skid on the road against Joplin moved to three and two in the season series against them and pick up a win on the road it was a good one on both sides if you look at it from the whole of the pitching side for the Renegades continued a, a really impressive streak of the last couple of games over the last three games the pitching has given up two four and four 
So just 10 combined runs over the last three games. That is a really nice little streak that they have gone on. And the offense certainly was no slouch. They only gave let up seven hits over the nine innings, but it led them to scratch across four runs on the evening, and four was just enough as they took it by a 4-3 to three final score. There were contributions all throughout the lineup as Luke Fuller and Matashek both scored in the first inning on an RBI triple by Matashek and then an RBI single by Rocker Bomber. Another run scored after the Jackson Lovich triple and RBI ground up by Cole Wagner. And it ended up being the deciding run came on a Luke Fuller hit-by-pitch RBI in the seventh inning. So contributions all up and down the lineup. And like I said, the pitching was very good. Ty Wilmsmeyer got the start. He went five innings, four strikeouts, gave up two runs, just one of them earned. Wyatt Fisher came in through a scoreless sixth inning, no runs allowed. And Tanner Schmitz, who's been relied on heavily for the Renegades out of the bullpen, pitched in now the last two games. Going back to Saturday's one in Chillicothe, went the final three innings, struck out three batters, gave up just one run. That came in the ninth inning. But was able to nail it done with nail it down with the tying run at second base. He got the last out on a ground out to second base and nailed down a Renegades victory. And now time to see if they can do it again tonight on the road once again on this Tuesday evening in Sedalia. Renegades scheduled for this week. Let's look ahead after the win last night against Joplin. On the road again tonight against Sedalia. And then they will play five out of their next six games from their home ballpark back at Vivian Field. Got Chillicothe tomorrow night at home, followed by Nevada on Thursday. They'll then face Nevada on the road Friday night, back-to-back games against that squad before coming back home for Saturday and Sunday's home matchups once again against Sedalia. So they'll see this team a couple times this week and then St. Joe on Sunday before scheduled off days next week on Monday and Tuesday. But I believe one of those two days is going to be a makeup game against St. Joe. Not for sure if that has been officially scheduled yet, but I do not expect as of right now for those two off days next week to stick. Probably just one of them wound up being an off day. So busy next coming week upcoming for the Renegades before then they'll really kick it into gear in the couple of weeks in the July season. All-Star game mixed in there as well. So we'll see if the Renegades are sending any players when that comes. Both coaches for the Renegades and the Bombers have just walked over to the turf at home plate, meeting with the two umpires at the field tonight. Pretty nice stadium here at Liberty Park. It is all turf, no dirt. But this is about the closest that I will be calling a game to the field. I am right up against the net on the first base side, really close to home plate. So it should give me a good view. But honestly, it's... I think I'm going to have to hold back if the umpire misses a called ball or a strike because he might even be able to hear me from where I'm sitting. But as we move closer to first pitch, let me get you tonight's starting lineup. Just about five or so minutes away from the Renegades coming to the plate. It'll be Adonis Forte to lead it off in center field, followed by Ty Wumsmeyer, the designated hitter. That's in the second spot tonight. First time he's been in the lineup in a little bit over a week after pitching last night. Last two times he's been on the field, he pitched. But tonight, bats second and DHs. In the three spot is Ross Lovich, and he is followed by his brother batting cleanup, Jackson, the shortstop, bats fourth. Ross playing left field tonight. Matishek bats fifth. He's got a couple game hitting streak going on. He's in right field. Taylor Hopkins gets to start at second base tonight. He's hitting sixth. Gorlin, who came in late, pinch hit and played first base last night. He's back there again this evening at first. Hit seventh. Nolan Jill, the third baseman, eighth. And Joe Herschler gets the nod behind the dish tonight at catcher, batting ninth. And Braden Maltby, last pitched five or so days ago at home, is back on the bump. See if he can continue a stretch of a couple good starts he's got going. We'll see what he can do against the Bombers tonight. So that's all for the Renegades. Now to flip it over to the home Bombers. They're at 8-8 eight and eight on the season. It'll be Caden Williams, the shortstop, to lead it off. Adam Webb bats second. He's at third base. Zach Dillman in right. He bats third. The cleanup goes to Braden McGinnis at first base. Riley Poulton will follow and catch. 
Hunter Lopaki, the designated hitter tonight, he hits six, followed by Duffin making seventh and left field. Toby Sheet bats eighth. He's at second base, and Cade Shupp, the center fielder, rounds out the ninth spot. And Brock Lucas on the mound. And although he is for the enemy, he's for the Bombers tonight. A little bit special because he is a Mizzou Tiger. And is my being me being one myself have to root him on maybe just a little bit if he can go maybe six innings one run i think it'd be all right with that and we do a running gauge victory on just a one run have to have to root for a fellow tiger there he takes the mound for the bomber so one more time running through the lineups for the running gauge it goes forte wilmsmeyer lovich jackson lovich madishek hopkins and then Gorling drill horschler to round it out brayden malpy on the mound and then for the home sedalia bombers first times the two teams have met up here in this ballpark it'll be williams webb dillman mcginnis polton lopaki and then making sheet shop with brock lucas on the mound pa announcers just taken over so that means we're about to do lineup introductions on the evening just a minute or two away from first pitch and Adonis Forte stepping into the batter's box for the Renegades. So Renegades at 5-7 and seven facing the 8-8 eight and eight Sedalia Bombers. Bombers, although 3-0 and oh against the Renegades this season, beat them 6-3 on opening night on the second, then came back a couple days later and beat them 2-1 in an 11-inning contest. And then these two teams just played last week where Sedalia won two to nothing so not a whole lot of runs scored and the three losses renegades have only given up 10 runs but they have only scored four in those three games looking to get some offense going but they'll have to do it against a pretty good one university of missouri pitcher brock lucas on the mound for the bombers once again, a pretty hot evening here at the ballpark not a whole lot of wind maybe a little bit as i look out at the flags out there in center field but a pretty pretty good crowd that continues to filter into this one especially on the third base side where the bombers dugout is and we are just about ready to go renegades are currently being announced right in front of me bombers lineup will follow if you missed those lineups just a moment ago one last time for the renegades it's forte wilmsmeyer ross lovich jim jackson lovich matishek hopkins Gorling, Drill, and Herschel to round it out with Malpe on the mound. For the Bombers, Williams, Webb, Dillman, McGinnis, Poulton, Lopaki, and then making Sheet, Shup, Brock Lucas takes the hill for the Bombers. Renegades just moved to 5-7 and seven on the season last night. They had dropped back-to-back -back games by scores of 2-0 and 4-3, but then were able to get off that losing streak after an off-day Sunday. They won last night 4-3 in Joplin, and what came to be a pretty interesting game in the ninth inning. 1-1 was already in for the Joplin Outlaws before they sent the tying run to second base. Pretty interesting looking back at that ninth inning because the the Joplin Outlaws had the tying run on first base before bunting him over to second, which was a pretty interesting call because it gave the Renegades the second out of the inning. I know you say it moved the tying run up in the scoring position, but essentially gave away out there and ended up proving large as Schmitz was able to take it and then get a ground out to end the ball game. Renegades head on to win that 1-4-3. Renegades lineup just being wrapped up, so we'll get to the Bombers lineup here in just a moment, and then the National Anthem to follow. So with that, I'm going to take a quick break, grab some water, and get us going when we come back in just a moment. Renegades and Sedalia getting ready to go on the Show Me Sports Network. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back for first pitch in just a moment. 
Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We are state tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Riverhill Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverhill Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverhill Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverhill Christian Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. 
By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place join us in celebrating eddie goodell's historic major league appearance as a member of the st louis browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Just about ready to go for baseball on this hot and very humid Tuesday evening at Liberty Park Stadium in Sedalia, Missouri. Hope you're all having a great second day of your week on this Tuesday. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you tonight's Renegades ball game on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm excited as this one's just about ready to get going after Brock Lucas finishes his warm-up pitches, which he just started a moment ago. It is the Sedalia Royals that have been accompanying the Bombers on and off the field in warm-ups and then lineup introductions this evening, so... Fun experience for the Little Leaguers in attendance tonight. Now we'll see if the big guys can get things going as we're just about ready to get underway. Looks like the last warm-up pitch for Lucas was just thrown in, and that means it's almost about time for Adonis Forte to step into that batter's box as a left-handed hitter. Looked like umpire just told one of the members of the Renegades to move something that was out down the right field line, maybe on the bullpen. Good news for everyone listening is the Renegades bullpen is just off to my right, maybe about 20 or 30 yards from me, so shouldn't have to do a whole lot of guessing to who is warming up because I have about as good of a view as anyone to be able to tell you who that is. But we'll see when they get there. Hopefully that doesn't have to happen. Maybe if Braden Malby could go all nine. We're underway as first pitch is in there. A call strike to Adonis Forte to get things going. Has hit lead off the last couple of evenings. Does it again tonight and looks at a ball high. Now one ball and one strike. It'll be Lucas versus Maltby, the pitcher's duel tonight. Lucas back into the lineup. Here's the 1-1. This one hit high in the air out to left center field. Left fielder still going back on the run. Makings runs out of room, and that ball is off the wall. Forte on his way to second. He's going to pull in there, and a leadoff standing double for the center fielder of the Renegades. He's hyped up. He does a little dance out there at second base as he goes opposite way off the wall and got a whole lot of that one as it's 356 at least to left center field out there. And the left-handed batter goes out that way for a lead-off double. When that first jumped off the bat, that thing don't didn't know where that was going to end up, and that just continued to carry and carry. But now the Renegades have a lead-off base runner. 
And now stepping in is Ty Wilmsmeyer. This one in the recall strike. This has got to be a fun matchup. Actually, the next two will be back-to-back -back matchups. That'll be Mozoo versus Mizzou and Wilmsmeyer and Lovich both facing the starting pitcher, Brock Lucas. Forte leads off a second. He's dancing as Lucas will lift the leg and then step off. Right-handed batting Wilmsmeyer back in there at DH. Last time he actually was in the batter's box, it was a walk-off hit just about a week and a half ago. This one grounded foul outside the third baseline, and now it'll be no balls and two strikes to the DH of the Renegades. Wilmsmeyer has been in the lineup. It's been a lot of outfield play, at least early in the season, and then pitched about a week ago, was away for about a week, and then returned last night to take the mound, and now he's back in the lineup batting second. Here's the 0-2 pitch to him. This one misses low, so now a ball and two strikes. Just joining us, Adonis Forte led this game off with a deep double to left center field. One opposite way power there, and that's where he stands with nobody out, just underway. Ty Wilmsmeyer in. Mizzou batter racing Mizzou pitcher Brock Lucas. Here's the one-two. This one misses low, and now we're even two balls and two strikes. It'll be Ross Lovich, the left-handed batting left fielder to follow. Wilmsmeyer back in there. Does a couple half swings in the batter's box and now waits as Lucas checks the runner. Here's the 2 2. This one line back out to short. Forte will move up to third on the play. Williams has the throw over to first and just in time to get Wilmsmeyer hustling up the first baseline out number one. But Forte now in scoring position at third base with one out in the top of the first inning. So productive at bat for Wilmsmeyer. Does not drive in the run but gets him just 90 feet away. And a ball off the bat of Roslovich here likely brings in Forte from third. So now he steps in, left-handed batter. Lovich reached a couple times last night, also had a couple stolen bases. He swings and misses behind on that one. Now a ball and no, no balls and a strike to Roslovich. This game just underway, about five minutes in at Liberty Park Stadium. Renegades have a runner on third, one out. Here's the pitch. This one just off the inside corner. Now a ball and a strike. Good take there by Lovich. Actually, the last Renegades batter to hit a home run, and that was in Joplin last week. Renegades have not hit one since. This one just below the knees now. Two balls and a strike. Be a great time here if you can end that home run drought. Renegades have the cowboy hat, but haven't got the chance to wear it in the dugout after a home run because they've gone a couple games in a row without hitting one. Forte leads off a third. Here's the 2-1 pitch. This one swung on, hit in the air out to center. Coming in is Shup. Still coming in, makes a sliding grab, and he dropped the ball. Forte will jog on in to score. Would have scored anyway, and the drop ball allows Lovich to reach at first base. And Renegades already on the board, leading 1-0. Would assume that will go on an error, as even though Shup came in to make the sliding attempt at the grab, it went off his glove, couldn't hang on to it, and Forte comes in to score, and Renegades have a runner on first base. So now Jackson Lovich will bat with his brother leading off a of first base. Still have not ruled whether that was a hit or an error. He drives this one out to center field. Center fielder's chasing after it. Still running. He's not going to get in. It goes up against the wall and bounces over the wall for a ground rule double. Lovich brothers put in work here back-to-back -back times on base to get the Renegades up and now a chance for even more. They rule an error on the Ross Lovich at bat, so no RBI for him, but he moves up to third base on the double. And back-to-back -back days with an extra base hit for Jackson Lovich. That ball was hit well at the deep center field and took just one hop to bounce over the wall. Bounced right over 
the day field sign out there in left center and that will mean a meeting at the mound as Brock Lucas has been ambushed here early. This game started with an Adonis Forte double off the left center field wall. He moved up to third base on the Ty Wilsmeyer ground out and then scored when Ross Lovich hit one into center field. Ball was dropped for an error, allowed Forte to come on in. Even if the ball was caught, he would have scored on a sack fly. But regardless, it allowed Ross Lovich to reach, who now is at third base after the Jackson Lovich double. Renegades on top, one nothing, one out into this ball game. Renegades already have two hits in the top of the first, and one that finds outfield grass could potentially give them a three nothing lead. This one low and inside to Matishak, who steps in. He bats after a couple games in a row with hits. A couple games where he had multi-hits last night. Had just the one, but it was an RBI triple hit down the right field line that put the Renegades up in front, one nothing. And now faces Brock Lucas with a chance for damage. This one swung, ripped down the first baseline, and that's into right field for extra bases all the way down the line. Both Lovich brothers are in to score. Matashek on his way to second. He's in there standing with a two RBI double, and Renegades now on top three to nothing. Easily able in to score from third was Ross Lovich. Jackson on his heels from second base, and Matashek pulls up at second. Three doubles now in the first inning. Five batters in. The Renegades lead this one three to nothing. Renegades have now gone for extra bases to left, center, and right. And they are in business cooking early. In steps Hopkins. Here's the pitch. This one, a called strike to the second baseman of the Renegades. Matashek takes his lead off second base. Just drove in two runs with an RBI double pulled down the right field line. Just got past the glove of McGinnis. Here's the 0-1. This one grabs the outside corner. Nice catch on the receiving end by Pulton. Now no balls and two strikes to Taylor Hopkins. You're just joining us, Adonis Forte led off with a double to left field. Is here's the 0-2 pitch. This one called strike three at the knees. It good morning, good afternoon, good night to Taylor Hopkins. He goes down looking on three pitches. Out number two for the Bombers. Once Forte doubled, he moved up to third on the Wilmsmeyer groundouts. Ross Lovich hit a ball into center field that looked like it was going to be caught before it was dropped, and then Jackson Lovich hit a double off the left center field wall. Moved them up to second and third, and both of them came around to score on the Jack Matishek RBI double. Matishek currently off second base. First pitch was in there, going for a ball, so it's now 1-0 on the Renegades' first baseman. Seventh batter of the inning, Renegades lead this one 3-1. to 3-0, pardon me. Fouled straight back, so now a ball and a strike. Three extra base hits for the Renegades, all in this top of the first inning. Hopefully some signs of life for this offense. Have three hits and also the one error that was committed by the Bombers. Now have a chance for even more damage if Gorling can drive in that runner out at second base. Here's the 1-1 pitch, two outs, this one outside, so now two balls and a strike. No one drill waits on deck if this inning were to continue. Lucas looking to record the final out and get through this first inning of work. This one is pumped in. There are call strikes now two balls and two strikes. For for Lucas on the mound this inning, has given up the three runs, a couple extra base hits. Just two out of those three will be earned. Ross Lovich's run raging on the air will go unearned. He's now a strike away. Here's the 2-2 pitch. This one lined out to center and second base and makes the leaping grab. Nicely done by Sheets to end the inning. 
So after the shite leaping grab, that ends the inning, but the Renegades jump out on top early. They score three runs thanks to a bundle of extra base hits, and we'll head to the bottom of the first. Rene first, Renegades three. Bombers coming to the plate for the first time on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be right back. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel, sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from one to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions just about time for Maltby to go to work he is ready to take the mound in this bottom of the first inning, given three runs of support before he even takes the mound and will now look to get his evening off and running, facing Caden Williams to start it off into the line. Here's the pitch. This one misses up high, 1-0 oh to the leadoff batter, the shortstop for the Bombers. Brady Malby last took the mound on the 15th, so about six days ago. Took the loss, but pitched really well. Here's the 1-0 oh to Williams. This one down the left field line, foul out of play. Took the loss, but... Mainly took the loss because the Renegades failed to score a run and Maltby only gave up two. He went five and two-thirds, four strikeouts, two run, and both of them were unearned runs. So he pitched really, really well in that last outing. We'll see if that stretch continues here this evening. Here's the 1-1 to Williams. This one hit in the air out to left field. That ball continues to carry. Going back is Ross Lovich. Did he make the running catch? He, I think he did. He did make the catch. Nicely done by Ross Lovich. That ball continued to curve back and back to the left, and Lovich made the catch almost over his right shoulder. Nicely done by the Renegades left fielder to get this thing underway. That ball had some life to it, continued to go, and left fielder Ross Lovich played it cool and made a really nice running grab for out number one. So now Adam Webb, third baseman, will step in. Fourth pitch out of the hand of Maltby on the way. This one... In there, a called strike. Now 0-1-1 to Webb. Just going in the bottom of the first inning. Renegades already up 3 to nothing. They have three hits, and Ross Lovich just made a fine running grab. Wasn't sure originally if he caught that ball, but I didn't see it bounce, so 
And the reason it didn't is because it was in his glove. So 0-2 now after the pumped in there. Strike to Adam Webb. Here's the 0-2. This one way high. Herschel had to jump up to nab. It's now a ball and two strikes. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you tonight's coverage. 1-2. Mrs. Lowe's now even at 2-2. Two and two. Maltby looking to continue a nice little stretch here of Renegade starting pitching. They have worked well the last couple of days. 2-2 two, two skips in there, so now it's run full. That pitch didn't even make its way to home plate before it bounced on the turf. So now it'll go full. Bombers a chance at their first base runner if Maltby misses on this full count pitch. He's into his wind. Here it comes. This one grounded in between third and short, and that's into left field for a one-out single. Hard hit ground ball off the bat. As pretty wide turn out there at first base by Webb, but he'll stay put at first. And a one out single, the first hit of the ball game for the Bombers. So with that, Zach Dillman will step in right fielder, batting second this evening. Excuse me, not batting second, batting third this evening. He hits with a runner on first, one out. Bombers already in a hole thanks to three runs scored by the Renegades in the top of the first inning. Here's Maltby's pitch. This one hit out to center field. Forte chasing after it. Still running, but now he slows and makes the catch for out number two. Nice running grab by the Renegade center fielder. Retires number three batter Zach Dillman and one pitch to Dillman for out number two. Forte can continue to run, but slowed up just a second or so before he made the catch and had it all the way for the second out of the inning. So with that flat runner stays at first base. That's Webb, who just singled a moment ago, leading off first base. And Braden McGinnis will step in with two outs now. Here's Malpe's pitch. This one misses low. Now 1-0 to the first baseman of the Bombers. Riley pulled the catcher, waits on deck if this inning were to continue. Gorling holds the runner Webb on at first base. Not a big lead. Here's the pitch. Hit out in the air to center field. Forte's under it, he sizes it up and makes the catch head high for out number three. So a one-out single, but that's no trouble at all for Maltby. He works around it and strands the runner for a scoreless bottom of the first. We'll head to the second. Renegades lead 3-0 on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be right back. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. On to the second on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades currently leading this one three to nothing, thanks to three. 
first inning runs along with three first inning extra base hits. Doubles hit by Forte, Ross Lovich, and Jackson Lovich. Excuse me, Ross did not have the extra base hit. He reached on an error, but Jack Matashek had the other extra base hit, a double down the right field line. That brought home both of the Lovich brothers to extend the lead from one nothing to 3 nothing. So now as we head to the second, it'll be the bottom of the Renegades lineup to get things going. It'll be Joe Hersler. He bats second. No one drill will lead this inning off. So it'll be Drill, Hersler, and Forte in the hole. Brock Lucas out for his second inning of work. Punched out one batter in the first. Gave up three runs. Only two earned. And now we'll go to work here on the leadoff hitter. Drill this one in their called strike. And he's off and running in the second. Drill gets it out of third base this evening. He bats in the eighth spot and leads off this second inning. Here's the 0-1. This one grounded out towards the second baseman. Scheidt comes in. It goes off the glove. He's still got to play and flips to first just in time to get the hustling drill. Nice job there by the second baseman, Scheidt. As even after that one went off his glove, he stayed cool and grabbed it barehanded and flipped onto first base for the out. Out number one, retiring Nolan Drill. Took a pretty nice bounce there for the second baseman, Scheidt, as well as even though it kicked off, it kicked off almost straight in front of him and his momentum as he was coming in basically just continued to carry him right towards the ball. So all he had to do was make the grab with the bare hand and then flip it on to the first baseman. Guinness, they get the hustling drill by about a step, maybe step and a half. Swing steps, Herschler, he first pitch grounds at the third. Third baseman Webb up with it, throw across the diamond. It skips in there, but perfect bounce right to the first baseman Guinness. And three pitches in, two outs recorded. Nice rebound inning so far by Brock Lucas. That ball was a one hop over to the first baseman, but almost as if he planted, it bounced perfectly as first baseman to get us even have to try to scoop it, reached him about chest high, so perfect, I guess, one hop throw. I don't know if he planned it, but regardless, that's out number two, nobody on, and we go back to the top in Forte. This one up high, Forte started, but was able to hold up pretty easily. So now one ball, no strike on the center fielder. He led off this game with a deep fly ball, double down the left field side, and Fouls this one off out of place. Now even at a ball and a strike. Cortez, he went opposite way power with that one. It just continued to go and go and got past both the left fielder makings and the center fielder shopping. By the time they were able to gather it, gather it, Forte was in there at second base with a leadoff double. Now, now bats here with nobody on and two out. Renegades up 3-0. Here's the 1-1. This one misses low and inside. It's now two balls and a strike. Forte bets. Been a pretty big mainstay in the top of this Renegades line. I pit leadoff last night as well as leadoff on Saturday. Game before that, I believe he was also, yep. So three straight games now in the leadoff spot. Here's the 2-1. This one ripped out to right field. It's sinking fast. And that's down for a two-out base hit. Right fielder over to cut it off. And that'll hoard Forte to a single. So two at-bats for him and two hits. Two nicely hard-hit balls as well. No chance for the right fielder Dillman to grab that one as it dropped in front of him into the outfield glass and a two-out base runner for Wilmsmeyer for the Renegades. Forte now two for two. We'll see if Wilmsmeyer can continue this two-out attempt at some damage. Looking to add it was a 3 nothing lead. Four hits already through an inning and two-thirds for the Renegades. Pitch to Wilmsmeyer. Hit high in the air and out of play. Foul now no balls and a strike. Brock Luke has very quickly retired the first two batters in Drew and Herschler, both on ground outs. Was through three pitches and two outs in this inning before just allowing a two-out single to Forte. This one misses high, so that'll even things up at a ball and a strike. Brady Malpe just took them out in the bottom of the first a few minutes ago and pitched a scoreless inning. 
Gave up just one base runner, a single to left field. Now Wilmsmeyer steps back into the box, waits the 1-1 from Lucas, and I believe that that's going to be called the block. It is, so that'll give Forte second base and a runner in scoring position for Jefferson City. Just as Lucas was getting ready to deliver, the screams came from both the umpire and the Renegades dugout. They all saw it, and that block allows Forte to move up into scoring position. So now two-out opportunity for Ty Wilmsmeyer to drive in a run. Here's the 1-1 pitch. This one skips in there. Nice grab behind the plate by Paul, and he saved that on a hop from going to the backstop to keep Forte at second base, but makes the count two balls and one strike. Oslovich waits on deck, reached on a ball that was dropped out in center field, but then came around to score in the first. Pitch to Wilmsmeyer, misses low, and now three balls and a strike to the DH for Jefferson City. Wilmsmeyer coming off of last night's performance where he went five strong innings. Gave up just two runs, only one of them earned, and now in the starting lineup at the DH spot, batting number two tonight. Forte off a second. Here's the 3-1 pitch, way outside, and a walk to the number two hitter, Ty Wilsmeyer. will put two runners on for Ross Lovich. This inning looked like it was going to be a nice and easy one for Brock Lucas on the mound. Retired the first two batters on three pitches and a couple of ground outs, but now it's two base runners on he's got to deal with after the single, the balk, and the base on balls. Now Lovich in, left-handed batter facing the right-handed pitching Lucas. Here's the pitch. This one hit in the air out to center field. Continues to carry. Center fielder going back at the track at the wall. And this ball is out of here. 3-1 bomb for the Renegades left fielder. And he has just doubled the lead. 3-0 to 6-0. Gave that one a ride on the first pitch of the at-bat. Wilmsmeyer and Forte score as he goes out to the deep part of the yard and will get to Don the cowboy hat back in the dugout. Center fielder Shup went back on it, was very quickly realized that he was not going to have room to make a play there, and Forte goes deepest part of the yard, muscles up to double the Renegades' lead from 3 nothing to 6 nothing. So now Jackson Lovich steps in, nobody on now with two outs, hits this one in the air to right, going out of second baseman, right fielder coming in now, and he makes the catch to end the inning but not before a two-out rally gets the Renegades up by six through their first two trips to the plate. Thanks to Ross Lovich, three-run bomb doubles the Renegades' lead. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network heading to the bottom of the second. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? 
bottom of the second now. Renegades up by six runs thanks to three in the first and three in the second. Most recent three just coming on a Ross Lovich three-run bomb with two outs in the top of the second inning. And now Brady Malpe goes back to work after pitching a scoreless bottom of the first inning. So four batters came to the plate in that bottom half of the first inning. Three of them retired, all three on flyouts. Adam Webb had a one-out single mixed in there. Style Renegades already up big. Maltby will go back to work. He's going to face Polton, Lopaki, and Makings. First pitch. Misses low and away. Ball one. It's 5-6-7 in the Bombers batting order. Polton catching tonight behind the dish. He leads off this bottom of the second inning. Major work now to do for the Bombers. Down by six. This one in there now even at a ball and a strike. Lopaki waits on deck with Makings to follow. Renegades scored three in the first on an error and an RBI, two RBI double. This here's the 1-1. This one fouled back, now a ball on two strikes. Then the three runs coming in the second on a three-run home run off the bat of Ross Lovich. So now Malpia had a ball on two strikes, does not have a strikeout so far through his first inning of work. Into his windup, here comes the 1-2 pitch. This one grounded out to third, coming over to his left is Drill. He makes the throw across over to first. Gorling's got it for out number one. Drill had to take a couple steps to his left to field that one on a hop and made a perfect throw on over to Gorling at first base for out number one. Maltby's going here in the second inning. So now Hunter Lopaki, the DH Knight, will step in. I believe he caught behind the dish when these two teams faced off last week. That is correct. He batted six and caught last time. He's DHing tonight. This one hit high in the air out to shallow right field, but... Second baseman goes out, right fielder comes in, who wants it, Matashek makes the catch for out number two. Wasn't originally sure as the second baseman Hopkins went out who wanted it, but Matashek making the grab on his way in, and that is now two down. So Lepaki is retired on the first pitch of his at bat on the flyout to Matashek, and that'll bring up Makings with no one on and two outs. Bombers already down by six, and they're just taking their second trip to the plate here in the second inning. Have one hit through the first six batters. They've got work to do, and Makings looking to get it going. Left fielder and left-handed hitter steps in and looks at a called strike in there. Oh, balls. No balls and one strike. So Malpe worked pretty quickly so far through his first inning and two-thirds. Here's the pitch. This one misses low and away. Now ball and a strike. He's yet to strike out a batter, but has only given up just the one hit. Back into his windup. Here comes the 1-1. This one fouled off behind. And now he had a ball and two strikes. He was ahead one and two before getting pulled into ground out to third. And then got Lopaki just a moment ago to fire to Matashek on the first pitch. So he's not had to throw a whole lot of pitches in this bottom of the second. He's a strike away from ending it. Here's the pitch. This one grounded. Slowly in comes the shortstop Jackson Lovich. Up with it. Throw to first. Pulls Goring off the bag. He tries to tag. Can't do it. And that'll be an error that allows the inning to continue. Jackson Lovich came in to make the scoop and then sidearm fired it over to first base and pulled Gorling off the bag. He tried to make the tag on the runner makings on his way by. Couldn't do it, and that's a two-out base runner for the Bombers. So Malpe still only giving up one hit through the first inning and two-thirds. Has the air that allows the runner to reach, and Toby Scheidt will now bat with the runner on first and two outs. Right steps in, right-handed hitting second baseman. Maltby quickly goes to work. Here's his pitch. This one misses low and away. Ball one to the second baseman. 
Making's being held on over there at first base by Gorling. Had a big lead. Here's the pitch. This one misses inside just off the plate. It's now two balls and no strikes to Scheidt. Maltby looking to get through his second scoreless inning. He's been gifted six runs of support in just two innings. His pitch outside and away. Now three balls, no strikes, number eight hitter. Maltby struggling to find the command in this at bat. This inning was able to continue after the error just a moment ago by the shortstop, Lovich. But Renegade's still ahead by plenty and can still get through a scoreless second inning. Runner only on first base with two outs. And here's the 3-0 pitch. This one grabs the outside corner. Now three balls and a strike to Scheidt. That one just found its way onto the outside corner to keep this at bat going. It's now after the 3-1 pitch, right back into the batter's box, and here it comes. This one called strike, a little bit late call there. Wasn't sure if that one found the zone, but good work behind the plate by Joe Herschler. Now it's run full. So Malpe battling back from 3-0 to 3-2, and now with two outs, runner on first base will get a head start. Here's Malpe's 3-2 pitch, runner goes, this one misses high, and that's a walk to the number eight hitter, Scheidt. Makings, who is already on the run, moves up to second base on the walk as Scheidt will head on down to first base. Now two out, two on for the Bombers. Let's bring up the number nine hitter in the order, that's Cade Shupp. He had the pleasure of watching that Ross Lovich three-run home run sail over his head in the top of this inning. Now bats you with a chance to do some damage of his own if he could drive in a couple of those runners out there. They don't hold either of them on. Making it second. This one hit in the air in foul ground, but I think Drill has a play. He's after it. He's under it. And he makes the catch at foul ground for out number three to end the inning. So Malpe gives up a couple of base runners, but leaves him stranded. And we'll head to the third. Six-nothing Renegades lead. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. 247.com Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. River Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, River Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. River Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about River Christian Academy, calling at 573-634-3983. Last 
Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. the third inning after a lengthy break in between innings thanks to what was a race by a couple of kids around the bases in between innings was a lot of fun to take in here in the stands but led to a little bit more of a lengthy in between innings as Brock Lucas heads back out for this top of the third inning giving up five earned runs already six total and looks to try and have his first perfect inning of the night if he can do it will retire the first two batters last inning before a quick barrage by the Renegades on a single walk and a three-run homer allowed the Renegades to tack on three runs. So Matashek will lead this one off. He swings and misses. And now joining me making the trip up here to Sedalia this evening, you usually hear on the home broadcast, it's Ashley Carty. How are you doing tonight, Ashley? Hello, hello. It's another hot one at the ballpark tonight. Matashek grounds this one to first. First baseman will take it himself, and that is out number one, courtesy of McGinnis. Yes, you're right. It is a very, very hot one. And just like back at Vivian Field, the sun... Very, uh, I guess, just signs right in our face. It's the I'm easiest like, no way to put where it. We sit. Yep. So, got that to got that to deal with, but it's starting to at least set a little bit after. About we're about what uh, 40 minutes into this one, swung on a miss by Hopkins to begin his at bat. Now no balls and a strike. Matashek just let off this top of the third inning, grounded out to first. Hopkins now in, flies this one out of place. Now no balls and two strikes. I do feel a lot safer here from foul balls in our little cage that we're in. We're, you're, a cage is a good way to put it because that's essentially what we're in right now. It's completely, the, the stands are completely enclosed and it is a, uh, there, it's not a net, it is a cage no, in front yeah. of us. So it's it's a little bit different than back home, I'll say that. And it's like everywhere. I saw a bird trapped in here earlier and there was no way for him to get out. It made me pretty sad. 0-2 pitch, swung on a miss, so Hopkins goes down on strikes for the second time, and just like last inning, quickly two up, two down for, for Lucas. Let's see if he's able to finish the job this time. Because Carter Gorling's up to bat. Do <laughs> you hear that, guys? I'm still pretty good at this. Well, Gorling stepping in here after lining out to second base on a leaping grab to start the third inning. Here's the first pitch to him. This one misses for a ball. Will you be back on the mic tomorrow night and Thursday at home? But it'll yeah. be it'll be with Blake. So. Oh man, sorry Blake, I know you're listening. 1-0 pitch is down and away. So now two balls and no strikes. Growing bats with nobody out and two on. 
Renegades up six to nothing, top of the third inning. Here's the pitch to Goring. This one finds his own. So now two balls and one strike. That is a pretty good way, though, to start a game, if you ask me. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they, I'm not have, sad. they have ambushed Lucas through two and a third, two and two thirds innings. Misses away here. So now three balls and a strike, and maybe some shades of how last inning went with the two first batters being quickly retired. If two out rally. Gorling can reach here. He is going to as this one misses down and away Ooh. for ball four to Gorling. That was a close one there. Nice take there by Gorling. He heads down to first base. I'm going to bring up Nolan then, Drill. Oh, Sorry. I'm to shout him out. It's Nolan Drill. He's playing third base. Do you know who is waiting on deck? He's got a pretty Joe. big clue. It's yes. Joe Herschler. Well, the knee pads also are a pretty oh, big giveaway okay. as a catcher. Your head was kind of in the way. It's fine. I'll let it slide. That was a ball one. That was a ball one. Did Nolan Drill grounded out to second his first time up. This inning started with a ground out and a strikeout of Matashek and Hopkins before Goring just walked for a two-out base runner. Ooh. This one hit high in the air out, I believe, in foul territory. A couple nope. guys go after it. Second base makes a catch that stayed fair, but regardless, Scheidt makes it to end the inning. So Renegades score scoreless for the first time. We'll head to the bottom half. Renegades up 6 to nothing on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place join us in celebrating eddie goodell's historic major league appearance as a member of the st louis browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel, sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from one, 100 or beyond we do it all remember we want you to ride moex dock and norm direct all righty renegades fans and we are back for the bottom of the third inning here at liberty park stadium i think that's what we're called yes it is and brady will still be joining us on the mound up to bat Hold on. Okay, Caden Williams is up to bat. Courtesy of the electric PA, APA announcer at the stadium. He does have. No hate to our guy, Joe. He does a great job as well. He's very energetic up there on the mic. Well, I'll be back out for his third inning of work. Back to the top of the lineup. Here's his first pitch to Caden Williams. Just misses high for ball one. What gave it away that this place was called Liberty Park Stadium? Anything uh, in particular? When I put it in the map. That's how I got well, here. I, I was going to say maybe the giant letters out in center field on the scoreboard. This one in there strikes. Now one ball and one strike to Williams, who flew out to left in the bottom half of the first inning. Now hits for the second time tonight. 
Bombers showing six to nothing. This one off speed bends in there. That was that was a nice pitch. That one found the zone and it was it was not a fastball. That thing had some movement on it. So now Maltby ahead, one balls and two strikes facing the left-handed batting shortstop Williams. Right-hander works out of the windup. Here comes the one-two pitch. This one high and outside. So now we're even two and two. It'll be Williams, Webb, and Dillman one, two, three in this third inning. Bombers got two base runners on last thing on an error and a walk, but Maltby stranded on both. This one hit in the air to left. Left fielder Lovich back on it. Still running back. This one is going to hit oh, off the wall for extra bases. This one kicks away from Lovich, but he's got it in time to get it back in, and that'll hold Williams to second base. But regardless, it is a leadoff double to get things going in the bottom of the third inning. That's a strange outfield wooden fence I have out there. You're not, you don't see a whole lot of those. I wonder what would happen if an outfielder oh. goes pretty much full speed into that. Would they, yeah. would they crash straight through and end up on the other side of it? That would be true. Second hit of the ball game for the Bombers. An extra base hit allows Williams to reach second base. How low is we can have a play, but that ball just continued to carry and end up hitting off the wall. I have no idea who's batting, though. I wasn't listening. It is third baseman Adam Webb. Singled the left his first time up. Looks at a ball here. No balls. One ball, no strikes. Oh, I moved down here to sit by you because you were in the shade. Now the sun's coming. Oh, I should have told you. I, I have not been in the shade since this game has been going. 1-0 pitch now to Webb, misses low. And Good stop back there by Joe. I think they may have gotten crossed. I don't think that's where Herschel expected that ball to end yeah, up. Yeah, that looked kind of like a surprise. Yeah, that was a, an awkward one. But regardless, he caught it. So now two balls and no strikes. Williams just got this inning going with an extra base hit to left field. Malby checks the runner a couple times. Here's his 2-0. This one grounded out to short. Runner will stay at second. Lovich makes the throw over to first, nice. and that's out, out. number one. Heads up there by Lovich real quick, too, to check Look the runner that, yeah. and make sure he wasn't going anywhere. And then made a perfect throw on over to Gorling for the first out of the inning. So still a running in runner in scoring position, but now one out. And Zach Dillman's up to bat for the Bombers. I knew that his last name was Dillman before the guy said it, though. Dillman, I think, was in the lineup as well when these two teams met last week at Vivian Field. Looking back, that is correct. He was in center, hit second last week. He bats third tonight. Runner on second, one out in the bottom of the third. This one skips in there. Nice block by Herschler. Keeps the runner at second. But it's ball one to Dillman, who flew out to center his first time up for the second out of the first inning. Now has an RBA opportunity, but Renegade's up by six runs thanks to three in the first and three in the second. Now Malby looking to strand the first real threat for the Bombers. This one grounded foul off to the left side. So now one ball, one strike bounced off the cage over there. I We have not had any foul balls, at least not yet, that have been close. I know. So. I feel like it's going to be really loud. Yeah, I, I would I would guess that one hit in this direction be able to hear. But I'm probably going to scream. Sorry, guys at home. You'd have to be, as a right-hander, though, you'd have to be pretty late on a pitch to foul it off in this direction. So we'll see if that's even a chance of happening. Is now a 1-1 pitch. Malpy will deliver to Dillman. Here it comes. This one Ooh. swung on a miss. He in chased the in the dirt. That ball barely made it to home plate, but clearly one that Dillman thought was fastball, and it was off speed. Maltby pulled the strings. No, ball and two strikes. Runner out there at second base. Williams let off this inning with a double to left field before Webb just grounded out. And still out there at second base. Now a strike away from two outs in this inning. Maltby sets. Here's the one-two pitch. This one swing. swing and, a miss. <laughs> and struck him out for out number two. 
beat you. Beat me to that one, but Maltby has now bounced back for back-to-back -back outs, and he's out away from getting through three scoreless innings, but he's going to have to go through Braden McGinnis to get there. Now McGinnis steps in, the cleanup hitter flew out to center to conclude the first inning. Maltby hoping he can get him here to end this third and keep the Bombers off the board. They're doing it to me once again, making us play the Bombers the night after a Joplin game. I haven't said I it yet, but done a good job so far. this one popped way up in the air, but that gets out of play for strike one. But if we're being honest, I feel like that's the only people we've played. It's just... Joplin, it's Joplin, been, so what? So this is game. Renegades are five and seven. This is game number thirteen. They've played now five against Joplin and four against uh, so, four so against Nausicaa. Correct. They have whoever made the schedule. One of these two teams, I guess, three teams to get familiar with each other. And then we probably won't see them in like the whole month of July. Correct. Here's the 0-1. This one grounded over to first. Gorling makes a leaping grab, feeds the covering Maltby for out number three, and that keeps the Bombers off the scoreboard. Nice work by Maltby to work around the leadoff work. He's walk. He strands the runner, and we'll head to the fourth. Back in just a moment on the Show Me Sports Network. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community to find out more about the boone county journal or to subscribe call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com the boone county journal we're with you all the way Alrighty, Renegades fans, we are back in the top of the fourth inning with our friend catcher Joe Herschler up to bat. Follow the Jeff City Renegades here, winning six to zero in Sedalia. Yeah, Renegade, Renegades offense has showed up tonight. Six runs, three in the first, three in the second. Lucas goes to work on Herschler. This one. Apparently missed. Thought that was gonna be strike one. It was but a it's little a high. It was a little high. Okay, yeah, you have a little bit better of a view than I do because I'm at a little bit of an angle. This one also, also high. Beach are there. Two balls and no strikes. I was getting the hand motions in for that one. Not that anybody can see me. We still need to work on that. Two and zero oh now. This one out and away. Now three balls, no strikes to Herschel to lead off this 
top of the fourth inning. It'll be Herschler, Forte, then Wilmsmeyer to follow. Man, I feel like it's going to be a long time before we get shade right here, Ben. This one going oh. away and a four-pitch walk to lead off this inning. Yeah, I mean... Wait, wait. I mean, the one saving thing for us is that tree that it's going to eventually go behind, but we are right in the line of fire. Well, if, what if we, like, run rule them, and then the tree doesn't even help us because it's too soon? It would. I, if the Renegades would have to keep the offense going, but uh, they certainly off to a good start with six runs through three innings. So. I like angle. Maybe that will be better, but these wooden benches that I'm sitting on, it's like a park bench. Exactly. Forte hits this one to right. Right fielder coming in, still coming right in, in that's going to drop a base hit. And now we have runners on first and second with, oh, Lord, I can't see. I think that's Ty. It is Ty, yes! correct. Because he's got dark dark gray pants on tonight. So Ty Wilmsmeyer is up to bat for the Renegades. At ball with sinking fast, dropped in front of the right fielder coming in, Dillman. That's already the sixth hit of the game for the Renegades, and they have first and second with nobody out in the fourth. Now, Ashley, do you know why this is a pretty fun matchup between the pitcher and Wilmsmeyer? Because they both go to the zoo. Correct. I heard that, and I'm like, whoa, they have a Mizzou guy, too, because we have two. Grounded three. weekly. Lucas off the mound. Oh, Throw to first just in time to get Wilmsmeyer. But both runners advance second and third. So now an RBI opportunity for Roslovich. Because Ross goes to Mizzou, too. He does. And Jackson sure. will be in a yeah. couple of months. So, so far, Renegades have gotten the best of him, especially Ross with the three-run homer. But now it's another chance to add even more RBIs. Do it again? That'd be pretty fun. So Wilmsmeyer grounds out to the pitcher, but Forte moves up to second. Herschler over to third. Allows for a one-out RBI opportunity for Ross Lovich. This oh. one swung on a miss. That was a big swing. He's trying for that three-run again. He almost went down to a knee to try and connect on that one. So now 0-1. I bet he can hear us. Hi, Ross. That's what I was saying, too. Like, if I complain about a bad call, like, can the umpire hear me, too? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because they can hear us at the ball field. This one oh. bounces. It gets away, oh. but Herschler's going to stay put. fast Fence back here when it bounces off the wood. That came back quick. Took a generous bounce, and both Renegades runners stay put. It's now one ball and a strike. Yeah, you better not complain about that call, then you're going to get us in trouble. No, I've I've kept, I, I believe, kept my mouth shut so okay. far. I complained about one that actually gave a ball to Hersler. <laughs> so, if Touché. anything, Touché. reverse you're psychology. Yeah. <laughs> so, one ball, one strike now to Ross Lovich. He's one for two. Had the three run homer when he hit with two outs in the second inning. Now bats once again with two runners on. This one up and in. Now two balls and a strike to the left fielder for Jefferson City. Way to come back from that so far after. That first pitch was a very big swing. He's now ahead two and one. Forte leads at second. Herschel at third. Here's the pitch to Lovich. This one Ooh. just nabs the inside corner low and in. That's a tough strike. It's now two balls and two strikes. That one I'll complain about because that was... <laughs> It was, it was a close one. If Lovich, I think, swings, I don't know how much he's able to do with that pitch. But regardless, now two balls, two strikes. Lucas ahead. Here's the pitch to Lovich. This oh. one swung on a miss, blew it by him. Struck That's him a out. big out number two. And now Jackson is up to bat. So Jackson steps up. He's got back-to-back -back hits. Hit a deep triple off the wall last night. And then in this game, hit a double to center field in the first then was the last out of the second inning, so he's one for two. Could find the outfield here, would likely score two runs. This Ooh. one grounded weakly with Ouch. a check swing. Lucas off the mound, he flips to first, and that will end the inning. Renegade strand a pair. They continue to put pressure on Brock Lupus, Lucas, but can't get anything home, and this game will stay three to nothing. We'll head, six to not nothing. three to nothing, six, six, six to six. nothing. Don't be stealing our points. Yes, yeah, six to nothing. We'll head to the bottom of the fourth on the Shelby Sports Network.
running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartee. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Woodbat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Welcome back to Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. Malpy's got two more warm-up pitches to throw in the spot of the fourth inning. He's thrown three scoreless so far and now looks to continue that as we head to the bottom of the fourth. Renegades on the road today for the second straight time. And the way they got here this afternoon was thanks to Doc and Norm. I want to remind everyone to go ride in with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes range from 1 to 100 or beyond. They do it all. Doc and Norm is the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. To book your next spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at moexpress.com. Thanks once again to Doc and Norm Direct for being such great partners with us all season long. Could not find the words there to say partner, but I eventually got to it. Could call them friends. That's what I could call them. Yeah, that's, they are certainly our friends. Every bus driver so far has been very gracious. So Malpe going to work. First pitch in there, a called strike. Nice pitch. To the first. delayed call, though. First three innings of work. He's got one strikeout, giving up just two hits, no runs. He faces Polton, Opaki, and Makings. This one hits. I don't know where. In the air, out to left field, and that is sinking fast for a leadoff single. I was busy checking the lineup card, and I didn't see where that one went off I'm the like, bat. But it's, I could tell people were running over there and left, yep. so I was assuming. I didn't know whether it was in the air or on a line, but it was on a line, and it dropped in front of the left fielder, Lovich, and that's a leadoff single for Polton. He reaches for the first time tonight. Just the third hit so far for the Bombers. They trail this one by six runs. Thanks to three in the first, three in the second for the Renegades. Here's Malpe's pitch. Misses outside. Lopaki flew out to right. Was the second out of the second inning. Now bats here with a runner off the first base. Gorling and the runner Poulton are having a, having a conversation over there at first base. Wonder what they're talking about. Probably not a good idea. Should probably have our head in the game. This one misses low now 2-0. Well, when it was going on, the runner hadn't even taken his lead off yet. So, okay. different story if it's happening while Maltby is coming to the plate. But I think they had their timing down. So now two zero counts. Lopaki back in the box. Here's the pitch. This one finds the zone. Now two and one. Making his weights on deck with Shite in the hole. Just three hits so far for the Awas. They got a lot of work to do in the starting here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Here's the 2-1 pitch, swung on a missed. 
Got the heat by him there, and now has battled back to make things two and two. Malby has got just one strikeout through the first three innings of work as he strike away from what would be his second. He's been in a bunch of two-strike counts. This pitch swing and a miss. Got the off-speed by him. Lopaki went chasing, and that is out number one in the inning. Keeps the runner at first base as well. So Polden have to lead off single still over there after the strikeout of Lopaki. I'll bring up Duffin Makings, who reached to extend the second inning on an error by the shortstop. Did not come around to score, moved up to second. Now bats here 0 for 1. What the heck happened? To me? No, oh. my Facebook post. 1 0. That one misses up and away to Makings. So Lopaki, who just struck out swinging. Heads back to the dugout. Pulled, takes his lead off of first. He singled the left to get this inning going. Here's the pitch. This one skips in there. Nice block behind the plate by Herschler. Kept that in front of him and actually picked it on a bounce. But now it's 2-0. Malpe fell behind 2-0 to Lopaki before coming all the way back to strike him out in a 2-2 count. Now has fallen behind just the same to the left-handed batting makings. Runner takes his lead. Here's the pitch. This one missed the Ooh. ball. Snapped out of first. Oh, that was a sneaky, sneaky play there in the Quite a few people ended up on the ground. Both the base runner, Paulton, and the first baseman, Goring, both went down to their knees. Base runner was back in safely. Thought that ball was, that was called a ball, but they have 2-1 count up on the scoreboard, so we'll roll with that. <laughs> Did see the umpire make a strike call, but I was also looking at the snap throw to first, so. And the sun is right there. I can't see anything. There's a lot working against me tonight. This one way up, and now three balls and a strike. Well, we're so proud of you, Ben. You're doing a great job. I appreciate it. I really do. It's better now than it was about an hour ago at this time when it's we got it's underway. It's getting close. So 3-1 pitch now to Makings. Malpe delivers, misses low, and a one-out walk moves the runner up into scoring position. First and second now for the Bombers. So Makings with the walk, Poulton single to get this inning underway. Those two base runners have reached. One good thing, because most of these saves, the bullpens are so far away. When they have someone warming up, we can we have a great view. I can view. tell you right who it is. Yep. We will be able to tell right away. When Joplin, it's way out down the right field line, and I'm like, I know it's a single-digit number. I that's, can see a boy out there. That's so about all I can tell you. Runners at first and second. Malpe back to work. This one misses up high. So now one ball and no strike to Scheidt. Shite walked the two outs in the second inning, but did not leave first base. RBI opportunity for the Bombers for the third straight inning. They have yet to cash in. Still a zero on their end of the scoreboard. This one swung on a missed. Shite swung over the top of that one as it bent out of the zone. It's now even at 1-1. One one. Poulton off at second. Makings at first base. Renegades don't hold them on. Gorling looking to be playing about even with the runner off of first base. Oh, yeah, it looks like they're hanging out again. He's making some friends out there. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Up and in, and that got him in the back, and that's going to load the bases. Uh-oh. Only one out. So now Malpe in a little bit of trouble here as he's reached this fourth oh. inning. Joe's going to walk the ball out. Looks like the infield's going to come in, have a little chit-chat with Coach Bexton. Come into the mound, too. On the hit-by-pitch, Poulton moves up to third, makings to second. Scheid would just hit by a pitch, so he's now... Officially zero for zero, but he's reached both times on a walk and a hit by pitch. It's not a bad record. No, not at all. I mean, he's helping the on-base percentage, that's for sure. Renegades now having a pitch with really the first threat for the Bombers. They have had a couple times with the runner on second, but this is the first time in the ballgame and runner has made it to third. And the base is loaded with only one out. There could be a lot a lot that happens here. Who's that? Is that Duffin? That is, this is Cade oh. Shupp. 
Duffin is at second base, walked. Okay. So, so Shup bats here. He came up with first and second, oh. two outs Shoop. in the second. That's Shoop. how you say his last name. Cade Shoup. Yeah, PA announcer was very <laughs> adamant on it, getting the ooh part of that last name. So Shoup now bats. Base is loaded, one out. They are just a ground ball from getting out of this, I'll say that. So left-handed batting center fielder, 0 for 1. Here's the pitch, this one. Ooh, started nice to pitch. swing, but it's a called strike. Sounds like the Renegades fans in the crowd liked that one all. Well, we got a good 10 of us or so out here today. Not a, not too far of a road trip, only about a what an hour and a half from yeah. Jefferson City. Wasn't, wasn't too bad. 0-1 now from Alpi to Shoop. This one misses low and away, so now we're even 1-1. One one. Good stop back there by Joe. Renegades don't bring the infield in with the bases loaded. Makes a lot of sense considering they're up by six. But it's a good cushion to have. They're at double play depth, looking to turn it and get out of this one. Malpy in a one-one count. Bases shoot before we'll go back to the top. This one in there a call strikes. Now he's a strike away from out number two. Shoop Shaw just one pitch in that first at bat. He popped up to the third baseman. Nolan Drill in foul territory. And now a much bigger opportunity with the bases loaded here, but he's behind one and two. I think we're going to talk about how big the foul territory is. Out They've here. got a lot of room this is to intense. run. One, two, swung, grounded in the hole. That's oh, going to need a left yikes. field for a hit. One run right scores. They're going to wave around the second runner. Here's Ross Lovich's throw. It's offline, and that allows the runner on second makings to come around and score a two RBI bases loaded single for Cade Shoop. That one found the hole in between third and I know, short. I'm like, man, you're talking about all these double plays. Psych, it right in the hole. It was hit on the ground, but there was absolutely no one there. So Poulton and Makings both come around to score. Scheidt moves up to second base and still now two on. Renegade still up by four runs, though. Caden Williams is coming to plate for the Bombers. With one out and a runner on first and second. So clutch RBI single drives in two of them off the bat of Cade Shoop. And now we go back to the top as Caden Williams fouls off the first pitch of this at bat. Oh, that's going to be far into the outfield after it bounced. I didn't realize Wood was so bouncy. I mean, also, too, it's the turf, I think, is hoping. It's not oh, yeah. no grass up there to slow it down. Man, that's the second time Brady's had to stop and tie a shoe tonight. Also using the rosin. We're going to have to get that fixed. I would be so nervous, like, to stop and tie my shoe right now with everybody looking at me. I mean, maybe I like he's I just giving himself an extra a little moment to, to have a breather, yeah. Touche, that could totally be it. Now pitches, runners on first and second, one out. Williams in. Here's the 0-1 pitch. This one oh. grounded. This should be a double play. Flip to short for one. Easy. Return throw. It's not going to be made. They oh. throw back to third. Runner <gasps> dives back in. The tag, and they oh. got him at third base. Heads up play by Jackson Lovich. Didn't throw to first, but that he threw to third instead. Yeah, I was like, what's he doing? Throw it to first. It'd be so easy. But that makes perfect sense. Runner so, Scheidt was too far oh, off man. the bag, and they get him. Now you can okay. close this out. Well, the Renegades are still winning 6-2, to two, but we'll see you back pretty soon in inning number five. Bye. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. 
Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Riverwood Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverwood Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverwood Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverwood Christian Academy, Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Matashek now in there to lead off this top of the fifth inning. Fouls the first pitch off behind 0-1. Now back into the box. This one in there, a called strike to the Renegades right fielder. He's behind no balls and two strikes. And while you were gone, we got a new pitcher on the mound for the Bombers that I don't remember his name. I believe Travis Batchberg. 0-2 yes, is Travis. fouled off. They never make it easy on us. I was looking at the picture of the roster that they are literally handing out to fans, and the number 11 on it was wrong. So. Also, I looked on the website, and there's no number 11 at all. Oh, and two misses low, snow ball and two strikes to Matashek. He hit a two RBI double down the right field line in the first and grounded out to first in his second at-bat. But I do see Travis. He's number 28 on the, on the internet. One-two pitch. Hit in the air to... Mid-center field, center fielder comes in, makes a catch, and Shoup records out number one. Matashek is retired. Up next for the Renegades is number 19, Taylor Hopkins. So Playing second base tonight. Final line for Brock Lucas on the night. He goes four innings pitched, two strikeouts, six hits, gave up six runs, only five of them earned. And now the new pitcher, Batchberg, pitches to Hopkins with one out, nobody on. And the called strike gets this at-bat going. He'll face Hopkins, and then Gorling waits on deck. We are just minutes away from the sun being completely behind the tree. <laughs> so we are excited. Right there. This one bounces good eye, good eye. in. Now one and one count to Hopkins. He struck I out both of his plate appearances. Work. Struck out looking in the first and swinging in the third. Now one and one count. This one also misses Lois. Now two and one. Renegades have had at least one base runner in every inning. Had runner in scoring position in three out of the four innings. Got six Ooh. runs. This one grounded foul. So now we're even two and two. That went right back to our dugout over here. It did. Keeping the Renegades players alert. 
So now two and two to Hopkins. He bats no one on, one out. This one grounded foul down the oh. third baseline. Hopkins did not appear in the game last night. Gets to start this evening in the number six spot. He's 0 for 2 so far. They said he began with a Jack Matischek fly out to center against the new pitcher, Travis Batchberg. Here's the 2-2. This one called strike three, and down goes Hopkins looking. He's got the hat trick on the strikeouts on the evening. Now two out, nobody on. Up next for the Renegades is number 25, Carter Gorling. He's playing first base tonight. Gorling lined out to the second baseman. Oleach and grabbed by Scheidt in the first and then walked in his next at bat. In the third, bats with nobody on and two outs, top of the fifth inning. Renegades up 6-2. to two. Here's the pitch. This Ooh. one in there called strike. I don't know if I just said top of the sixth. It was the top of the fifth. We're moving along pretty quickly, though. We're about an hour 15 into this one. 0-1 pitch coming out to Gorling. This one swing and a miss. One with off speed there, and Gorling couldn't connect. Now no balls and two strikes to the first baseman of the Renegades. Carter, right-handed batter, facing the right-handed pitching Batchberg. And now here's the 0-2 pitch. This one grounded Ooh. back up the middle. Short Shortstop has a play. Throws to the first baseman. They get the tag on Goring as it pulled him off the bag, oh. and that's out number three. Renegades go down in order. We'll head to the bottom of the fifth. We'll see if it's the starting pitcher back out in just a moment. See you soon. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense. Alrighty, Renegades fans, we are back in the bottom of the fifth inning where the Renegades are still leading 6-2 to two against the Sedalia Bombers here at Liberty Park Stadium. Our friend Brady Maltby is joining us back on the mound for his fifth inning of work. Liberty Park Stadium is an interesting name. I feel like park and stadium don't go well especially not back-to-back in -back a stadium name but yeah cool. but I'm like is there like a playground anywhere I there, saw a swimming pool and another like a little kid field there has to be because when I first typed in I when I was looking for directions this first pitch is hit in the air oh. out to center field Forte is under it he makes the catch and one pitch one out in the bottom of the field. what fifth. if you would have jinxed it because you totally called that a good two seconds I, I said off. he was under it so yeah okay Okay. Regardless, I typed in Liberty Park, and originally the map was taking me to a park. So there is, I guess that's the reason for the stadium, is maybe the park came I first. Know, like maybe there's a park somewhere. 
But the little splash pad swimming pool, that looked super refreshing. Oh, swing and a miss for strike one. Adam Webb just flew out to get this fifth going. Now it's Zach Dillman, 0 for 2, steps in. Damn, Brady's working fast tonight. He Zach really had time, barely had time to get back in the box. Look at that. Brady's he ready. working incredibly quick. Now back in the box, here's the 0-2 pitch. This one way in, 1 and 2. I think Maltby's trying to get things back on track his way after the fourth inning where they scored two runs. He's like he's ready to work. He's been aggressive this inning and now is ahead one two to Dillman. Beat into the windup. Aggressive. Here's the pitch. This oh. one hit in the air into foul territory. Nope, that's going to stay fair. Oh, that's going to get no. down. Oh, Dillman's no. going to make the turn. I nope, he stays at first. Like I can't see anything. All the boys are in the way. We have. I, it's so hard for me because I keep thinking that's going to go foul and we can't see down the right field line. So it gets down for a base hit. One out single for Dillman. Dillman took a wide turnaround first, thought he was going to try and yeah. head to second base, but he slammed on the brakes and stayed put, so Maltby allows his fifth hit of the evening. It's a one-out single to Zach Dillman. That'll bring up Braden McGinnis, also 0 for 2 on the night. Bats with a runner on first, one out. Renegades up 6-2 to two, thanks to 2-RBI double by Matashek, a 3-run yeah, homer by really me off. They've been uh, behind on a couple anymore. counts. This one gets away through the legs of Hersler, allow the runner Dillman to drop on up to second base. That one was low, just went right through the legs of Hersler. And, and it didn't even hit the, like it wasn't hard enough to hit the wood and bounce right back to him. I think his glove may have slowed it down. And so that's I'm like, dang it, bounce back and then we would have been A-OK. -okay. So Dillman moves up to second base, just single to right field and now McGinnis 0 for 2 ahead in a 1-0 count. But I do see Kale warming up over here. I can't remember his last name. This one misses low, so now 2 and Autumn McGinnis. It is a pitcher warming up in the bullpen for the Renegades. It is Kale Wilson. Oh, Wilson, yep. I'm like, I know his name's Kale, but I couldn't remember the last name. You guys know I'm not, not the greatest with last names, but I'll get your first name. 2-0 pitch. Runner leads off a of second base, and here it comes. This one Ooh, swung on a miss. I have to say, I love the, uh, the bleach blonde, I guess, mullet that... Uh, He's rocking in the bullpen. Kale Wilson, if you've ever seen with the title, stylish. he's got the, the bleach blonde mullet going. I'm so like the mullet is like totally coming back, and I don't know how I feel about it that. It absolutely is making a comeback. There's more than one Renegades player rocking a mullet this season. Here's the 2-1. This oh. one grounded foul out of place. Now two balls and two strikes to McGinnis. This inning started on a first pitch fly out to center off the bat of Adam Webb before Dillman just singled to right, moved up to second on. I would assume that'll be a pass ball because it basically just went right through the legs of the catcher, Hersler. Now Malpe, who's due four and a third innings, giving up five hits, two strikeouts, and two runs. I wonder if there's a bug out there. He totally just, like, swung his arm at something. Maybe he was calling to his base. Ooh! Okay. Oh, that was the I closest you, foul I ball. I told you I was yep. going to be laughed. Clanks off the, the metal. Our cage. Yeah, that's that's the best way to call it. It's not a net in front of us. And it's it's just effort. Metal. Like, it's all around yeah. the whole field. We are trapped in here. So we'll do the 2-2 pitch once again, one out. Renegade still leading by four runs. They've led from the get-go. Now Malpe trying to record out number two. Here's the pitch. This one nice. in there called strike three. Dillman actually, not Dillman. McGinnis knew that. knew that was over before the oh, umpire even snap. rang him up. Also, Blake keeps texting me that we're supposed to call it Day Field. Day Field, okay. But it's called Liberty Park Stadium. Liberty we are Park at a stadium, stadium. We are, we're not on the field we are in the stadium you know what i mean regardless nice bounce back at bat there by Braden mcginnis gets the strikeout looking Braden mcginnis is the one striking out brady maltby was the one who bounced back Ooh, brady to brady 
Pitch now oh. is grounded, foul off to the left side. Right to there, coach, over there on the third baseline. Riley Poulton steps in. He scored the first run of the evening for Sedalia last inning. Singled the left and then came around to score on the two RBI Kingo by Cade Shoup. I wonder what's wrong with his knee. It looks like he has a big knee brace on under his... There is. His, yeah, that's a yeah. very big knee brace on. I don't even know how he get the pants over that thing. This one it oh, just misses. So good. One ball, one strike to Poulton. This inning has gone fly out, single, and strikeout looking. Third strikeout of the night for Maltby as Kale Wilson continues to warm. See how long they're going to let Maltby go in this one. Now one ball, one strike count, two Ooh. out. Runner still leads off second base. Here's the pitch. This one Ooh, swung on a miss. swing and a miss. That was a great idea, Brady. He went chasing there. Poulton did on that one and is going to take a little walk around the, the back Look at him. Box. He's, I can see his pearly white teeth all the way over here. He, he's he, like, uh-oh. He was, he's having, having a good time with himself after that swing. Uh-oh. So now Maltby a strike away, getting through this fifth inning. We're going to keep a four-run lead for the Renegades. Here's the one-two, this oh. one. Didn't even offer at it. So now two balls and two strikes. Wait, what was that? Was that a balk or they something? They might have called a balk because the runner moved up to third I, yeah, base. Like, yep. Looks like that's what they're going to call. So the pitch didn't count. I'm like, I don't know, that doesn't seem normal. Dillman was uh, just jogging up to third, and everyone else was standing still. So, <laughs> Like, nothing's happening. I heard somebody yell something, but I can really hear it over the fan. So ball does not count. It's still one ball, two strike count to the batter, Poulton. Dillman now at third base after the balk. Maltby exhales, and here's the one, two. Swung oh. and hit in the air. Big hit. Going after it is Ross Lovich. He's going to give way to Forte, and Forte makes the catch for out number three. So Malty once again working around a base runner, keeps him stranded at third, and the Renegades still leads six to two. We head to the six on the Show Me Sports Network. Official home of the Renegades baseball. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls. 
group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, we do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Stock and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions all righty fans we are coming back for the top of the sixth inning we had a long game so we're a little bit behind we are now up to a one-to-one count for the batter nolan drill yeah we had a dizzy bat race all around the bases yeah was there a dizzy a dizzy person at every game at every Drill singles into left field to begin this inning, his first hit of the ballgame. And, yes, there was at every single base. Another long So it was – they've had some long in-between inning games, and it halted the warm-up pitches and just threw the whole timing off. Regardless, nice leadoff at bat to start this inning. Nolan Drill singles into left field, and the Renegades have a leadoff base runner in the sixth. And now our friend Joe Herschler is up to bat for the Renegades. And the sun is finally gone. It is finally cooled off here at Day Field. This one misses inside. Now 1-0 to Herschler. Herschler grounded out to third and walked, advanced to third, but did not score oh, in the yeah, fourth. There must be like a bug problem going on up there at the, the batter's s- box. seen it happen a couple of times where they've they're, it's certainly bothering them. But at least they're not as bad as they are at home where you can see them, like the whole swarm. That was called strike. So now one and one to Herschler. Drill just began this inning with a single to left field. He now leads off the first. McGinnis does hold him on. Oh. Here's the pitch. This one misses low and away. Sorry, these benches are a little sketch. It's uh, every time I move, I'm like, oh crap, I'm gonna fall. Not a great combination too with sweat because it is peeling off and sticking. <laughs> so that's a lot of fun. Here's check, the two one. Check yourself before you get in the car. You don't want any green paint coming home with you. So now 3-1 to Herschler, facing Batchburg for the second inning. A ball away from getting first and second with nobody out. Drill off a of first. Here's the 3-1. This one. Swing in a tip. I was going to say, I was hoping you'd say miss, so then I could say no, no. he actually fouled it. I'm like, glove, but you were on it. a little ting. Except it didn't ting, since we have wood bats, not metal bats. So now three balls, two strikes. Herschler to... Look to continue to keep this top of the six going. Here's the pitch. Ooh. This one grounded out to shortstop. He steps on Very the bag for one. Field. He actually flipped, oh and they're going to say the runner safe at second. At first and second. Oh, Coach Boomer did not agree with that. I don't even know what happened there because I thought the shortstop Williams had stepped on second, but apparently he was behind the bag. And then yeah, I think he might have been a little farther away than we thought. Then tried to flip to the second baseman, Scheid, and they say that Drill was able to beat it to the bag. And so now. Both runners reach. This cage is really struggling with my, like, 
perception, my depth. Well, it just totally looked there. like the shortstop had stepped on the bag, but he had not, and then flipped to the second baseman, and Drill beats it out. And Now both umpires are now having a conversation, and the call stands that we now have no outs. Runners at first and second with Adonis Forte up to bat. For the time being, they rule that one a hit, but now they add an error to the scoreboard, so I don't really know what the ruling is. <laughs> Renegades had six hits coming into this inning. They now have got them for seven, but they also add an error to the scoreboard. So Nolan Drill moves up to second on the air. Herschel is able to reach it first, and now two on, no out for Forte. Here's the pitch. This one Ooh. low and away, and that gets Ooh, by to allow running. both runners to advance. Man, they were pretty fast, too. Both Drill and Herschel were... Joe and Herschler? Drill and Herschler. Oh, okay, okay. Because I'm like, wait, you don't call them by their first names. That's a me thing. Joe Hersler made it up to second base on the wild pitch. So now second and third with nobody out. Forte RBI opportunity. Renegades up six to two. Here's the pitch. This one low. Now two and zero to Forte. I don't think there is anyone warming, but we don't, don't have know, a very a, good view. Yeah. Now all those little league coaches are standing back there, so I can't. Two zero pitch. Forte flies it into foul territory. Third oh, baseman man. going after it. Does he have a play? He oh, can't make the catch. Dang. Goes off his glove. That was a good try, though. Webb made a running attempt a at it. A for effort. With all the foul territory, had a play on it, but he overran it by about a step and it went off his glove and allows the at-bat for Forte to continue. It's now two and one count on Forte. Bats in the top of the sixth inning. Two on, no out, thanks to a single and a fielder's Wait. choice error. Now we have somebody else in the bullpen. This one low, and now three balls and a strike to Forte. Who's that, number 23? I oh. will have you in just oh. a second. I'm going to say it's Brennan. Brennan Perkins. 23 is Brennan <gasps> Perkins, correct. 3-1 pitch to Forte. This one, a called Ooh. strike on the inside corner. That's it's it. now a full count to the Jefferson City leadoff hitter. Forte scored a run in both the first and the second. He is 3-for-3. Three three. Oh, let's keep that going then. 3-2 pitch oh. is fouled off and will stay oh, right it's here. It's going to come back, back in. Hit like the little vent system on top of the... You are right. Yeah, no, now oh. that I look up there, that one I thought... Like, I don't know what... There is, there is one ball I see stuck up there in the uh, the drain. <laughs> so someone will have to get out the ladder and get up there to get it. Here's the 3 2 to Forte. This Ooh, one grounded. And right the hole that's going to get it to right field. One run in. No they wave around the second in. order. The throw to the plate. And they're going to oh, set oh, oh, Joe Herschel back, back to second. Back. Good idea, Joe. So one run scores. Herschel was halfway to the plate before slamming on the brakes. He heads back to third. And Forte alertly moved up to second base. Probably was I'm a like, good decision. I'm like, catchers ain't that fast, so. So Drill scores. Hersler, especially with no one out, slammed on the brakes and headed on back to third. Who and now second and third once so again. So wild in the dugout tonight. And now Ty Wilmsmeyer, designated hitter, is up to bat. Forte delivers the RBI single, moves up to second base on the throw, and Wilmsmeyer steps in with Renegades already up by five and runners on second and third. And no outs. It's a good position to be in for Ty. Here's the 1-0 pitch. This one hit high oh. in the air. Hello. Third baseman going out. Shortstop also going out. Who wants it? Oh my it? goodness. Oh my And oh, diving play. Shortstop makes a catch, but that's going to allow Herschel to come in and score. In. Fantastic diving ah, grab by uh -oh. Williams. But He's still on the ground out there. And they're going to say that Herschel left the bag early and rule him out. They threw back behind Herschel at third, and umpire said that he left third base early. So that actually turns into a double play. No run comes in to score for the Renegades, and now... The managers ought to talk about it, and they say that he left third base early and did not tag up on the play. That ball was popped up. The shortstop Williams went out and made a diving grab. 
And when he made the catch, it looked like Herstler then came in to score, but they ruled that he left the bag too early. Interesting. That, that was... turns into a double play for the Renegades. And now I want to watch how this guy gets the run off the board. Because I don't see that being a thing. Forte swipes third base on the pitch. They did score one run. Joe oh, came okay, in to score okay. on the, so here on he the took hit before. I just don't or think he ever okay. put it on. Because I'm like, shoot, I want to learn that. Just in case that ever happens at home. 1-0 to Lovich. This one misses outside. So now 2-0 to Ross. Man, Forte was fast, though, on that first pitch. Sneaking right over to third. So he is now 90 feet away. Renegades looked like they had just scored their eighth run before they had ruled that Herscher left third too early on the pop fly. I want an instant replay on that. I, I really don't think that Herscher left the bag early there. but And the thing is, too, the home plate umpire made the call, not the field ump. So. What? That boy laid, after he caught the ball, he laid in the ground for so long. Pitch in there, strikes now 3-1 to Lovich. This then I thought he was hurt. And then alertly by the, uh, by Sedalia to throw behind the third base to even check was a very smart play. 3-2 now to Lovich. spotting it because he was pointing at third and I thought he was pointing at his hurt friend in the outfield, but I guess not. Props to Batchberg if he was the one who caught that. So still 7-2 Renegades, 3-2 pitch, Forte off a third. Here it comes to Lovich. Swing and a miss, and that'll end the inning. But not before the Renegades add one more. Could have been more, but they'll take the run. One run, they lead it 7-2. We'll head to the bottom of the six on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Bottom of the sixth inning now. Renegades up seven to two. They have had the lead almost the entire ball game, really the entire ball game. Put up three in the first, three in the second. Added one more just an inning ago. Had one run taken off the board when they ruled that catcher Herscher left third base too early on a tag up attempt. So. Don't know about that call, but nothing the Renegades can do about it. So now we head it to the bottom of the six. Brady Maltby still on the mound for the Renegades, looking to get through six strong innings. Also, I got a fun fact for you, friends. After we get after we get Hunter Lepecki up here, Batten, I'll hit you with my fun fact. Lepecki bats DH tonight. He is 0 for 2 with a flyout and a strikeout. Does he sometimes catch? Yes, okay. correct. Pitch is up high a ball. Okay, so my fun fact that I got hit with is the Bombers pitcher, what's his name? Tyler Travis, Travis, Travis. Batchberg. And this one is grounded weakly, oh, Maltby off right the mound. He's got the ground ball, flipped to first, and that is out number one, and nicely done by Maltby out for his sixth inning of work. 
Gets a little packety ground out now weakly Duffin back to the up. pitcher. Man, I keep getting distracted. Duffin making this is up for the Bombers. Am I right? Correct. <laughs> I'm so good at this. Okay, but Brady and our opposing pitcher actually go to college together. So they're pretty good teammates. There's, there's some fun storylines in this matchup. First time Renegades have had to travel to this ballpark. But we've played Stalia a lot of times. This is the fourth time Renegades are 0-3 against Sedalia, but they're looking good so far tonight. Mallpiece pitch to Makings is outside. It's now one ball, no strikes. This inning began with a little packy ground out back to the pitcher. Makings now in with no one on, one out. Shite waits on deck. Here's Mallpiece 1-0. This one also oh. outside, 2-0 now. I do like, though, that the summer ball gives some of the players an opportunity to play against their teammates like Mizzou versus Mizzou out here. Coach Samilia out of the dugout. Don't know what's going oh. on here. I'd Brady's looking at his fingers. Maybe some bugs. Hope that hope that Malpe's okay. Renegades do look to have pitcher Brennan, Brennan Perkins, Perkins wait ready. They're going to go out and look at his hand and see hopefully <laughs> not an injury but not a good sign. Not a good sign when you see the head coach emerge Let's from the dugout especially mid at bat. I believe they're oh. going to turn it over to Perkins. Maybe the, the ball the seams are a little funky. Malpe is going to give up the ball, and that's going to be oh. it for him on the evening. Don't know what happened. We'll have to get word of it. He looks to be all right. He's, he was smiling at fist bump Perkins when he walked off the mound, what? but maybe a finger injury, but that's going to be it for him. And with Perkins getting ready to take the mound, as he throws the warm-up pitches, we'll head to a quick break. Back in just a moment, one out, bottom of the sixth inning. Renegades lead this one to 7-2. to Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. We are state tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at state tech, we say from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. River Oak Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, River Oak Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. River Oak Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about River Oak Christian 
Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Alrighty, Renegades fans, after that short little pitching change, we are back in the bottom of the sixth. Correct. Bit. Yeah, six. I can't read the scoreboard. 2-0 count to Duffin Makings. This one pumped in there for a strike. And Brennan Perkins is now on the mound from for the Renegades. So Perkins takes over mid-at-bat. Maltby just left the game due to bleeding finger, <laughs> allowed him to be unable to pitch. You made it sound very dramatic. I like that. He looks Ooh. to be all right. He was smiling as he walked off the mound. So after the swing and miss, now two balls and two strikes to makings. wonder how mom's going to get that ice pack through the fence. This should be an interesting one to watch. Here's the 2-2 pitch to makings. Felled oh. off, and we will Ooh. stay put. Yeah, the, the <laughs> door in between <laughs> mom and, per, and uh, pitcher Maltby is locked. <laughs> and cause, because See, the, in a cage. the fans are in a cage, I don't know if there's any oh, way to get that to them. Perkins into his wine. Here's the 2-2. Swung and fouled, and we'll do it again. Yeah, just the uh, the joys of Dayfield and the surrounding chain fence. They're still still trying to figure out a way to get that ice pack to renegade starting pitcher Brady Maltby. 2-2 once again. This one fouled, and we'll once again stay right here locked at 2-2. Two two. Perkins just came in throwing nothing but strikes, coming in in the middle of this at bat after Maltby just left. So, okay. working to the left fielder Duffin Makings, he is 0 for 1, walked in his last appearance. Here's the 2-2. This one, ring him up, strike called three. strike three. Duffins did not agree with that call. First strikeout as Perkins is off and running, quickly comes in and gets the first batter he faces for out number two of the inning. Hey, good work, Brady. So Perkins now in on the mound. He last pitched a couple of nights ago at Vivian Field against the same Sedalia team. Went one inning, struck out one. And gave up one run. First oh, pitch. Big swing and a miss. To Toby Scheidt is O over and by him for strike one. We are two outs into the bottom of the sixth inning. Just about an hour and 45 into this one. Renegades lead seven to two. This one off speed bends in there. That was a nice pitch by Perkins. He is, came in in the middle of the last bat and is yet to throw a ball, knock on wood. <laughs> There's plenty of wood around you here. Here's the 0-2 pitch. This one skips in there. Now 1-2. and two. Tried to go off speed again. Couldn't find the spot on that one as it bounced in there. Now 1-2 and two to Shai. He walked and hit by pitch his first two times up in the second and the fourth. And now, we got two outs and no runners on. Here's the 1-2 pitch. This one called strike three. <laughs> Hersher throws Joe to third. I don't on. think he knows that the inning is over. Well, that's fine. He was just really excited. Either way, that will You're end good, it Joe. as we Perkins excited. gets back-to-back -back strikeouts looking and will head to the seventh. Renegades up 7-2. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? 
Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Alrighty, fans, we are back in the top of the seventh inning with the Renegades versus the Sedalia Bombers. Jackson Lovich is up to bat for the Renegades. Lovich to lead off the inning. Renegades up by oh. five, way inside, Whoa. almost got him, That's and that is ball one. one. Lovich doubled and scored the first time up, has flown out and ground out since. That's where it misses here. For ball two. He's out for his third inning on the mound. So far, two innings, two strikeouts, giving up two hits and just one run. Here's the 2-0 pitch to Lovich, way low. And now 3-0. Matashek waits on deck. He's got two RBIs on the evening. And here's the 3-0 pitch, swing and a miss. Lovich late on that one. It's the first strike of the at-bat. Not a bad. He's so tall. Not he's a bad idea on a 3-0 pitch. I, think I know, he was Mike. You always know it's going to be a strike. Swinging for the fences. Here's a 3-1 from Batchburg. It is hit Ooh. in the air out to center field. Center fielder going back. He is under it, twists the body, and makes a catch that shoot for out number one. And Jack Matashak is coming to the plate for the Renegades. With them bright red cleats that don't really match our outfits. We're going to have to work on that. I mean, I wouldn't change anything. The way he's been hitting the last couple of nights, he's, I think, now four or five games in a row with at least one hit, a couple extra base hit games too. So Maybe they're fancy, like a special red shoot. Whoa. This one way outside to Matashek, 1-0. Doubled home two runs, scoring Ross and Jackson Govich in the first inning. Looks like we have Hunter Sherman in the on-deck circle. This one misses low, now 2-0. If Sherman is the one to hit, he'd be replacing Taylor Hopkins. Would be, assume a straight switch at second. This one hit in the oh, air, out towards right. It. Couple oh, guys man, going everybody. out after it. Second baseman oh, looks to make the they catch. Are very dramatic with their catches. He caught it and fell on the ground so and rolled around in a circle. Scheidt makes the grab. It. You're right. They've had a couple of those out in shallow outfield where it's been pretty, like you said, dramatic. But regardless, he makes a catch for out number two. And now Hunter Sherman is up to that for the Renegades. So Sherman replacing Taylor Hopkins. Would assume he'll stay in the game at second base in the bottom half of the inning. Nobody on, two out for the Renegades in this top half of the seventh. Do Hunter and Jack go to college together? Do you have that information? This one a ball. I will check on that. Because he's got, like, the red arm guard and leg guard. Jefferson College. They both Correct. go to Jeff. Yep. This one misses now 2-0. and oh. Yep, both so go to Jefferson College. They must be a red school. Colby Otts, Braden Boyer, Joe Herschler all also go to Jefferson College. Here's the 2-0. This one. Called in there, strike. called strike. Yeah, there's a bunch of Jefferson College on this roster. Kale Wilson as well. I believe that brings the total up to five. Okay. Six. Six Renegades go to Jefferson College. Ooh. This one. He framed that hard behind the plate, but it was a ball. So three and one to the pinch hitting Hunter Sherman, his first at-bat of the night. That's with nobody on and two out. Renegades up 7-2. Pitch Ooh. is way up and in. Ball four, and Sherman has reached base to get his night going. And Pitch gets away, so he'll hustle down to first, but he will stay right there. Coming up for the Renegades is Carter Gourley, playing first base tonight for us. 
So Sherman, a two-out base runner. Renegades have had a base runner in every inning but one. That was the fifth first inning that Batchburg came on to pitch. So now Gorling hits. Gorling steps in 0 for 2, did walk in the third. Batchburg sets, and here's the pitch to Gorling. This Ooh. one ripped on the left field oh, line. Man. Will it stay fair? Oh, it is no. not. Man, that was a hard hit. Just a little too foul. That ball gets down. That's certainly extra bases. Don't know if Sherman would have scored from first, but at the very least, it'd be second, third, two out. But it's foul, so we'll stay right in the batter's box at we'll 0 Going once again, sporting the stirrups. He's been wearing those all season. One of the couple of renegades that are rocking the stirrups. Rocking. Oh, oh he's, he's rocking the stirrups, all right. Kay. Here's the 0-1. Runner Ooh. goes, grounded weakly. Oh First baseman in to get it. He's going to feed to the covering pitcher, and Batchburg steps on the bag Dang. for out number three. So we're going grounds out. And the Renegades scored zero runs, but we are still winning 7-2. to two. We'll see you soon. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business brady malty gave way to brennan perkins last inning and perkins is back out for the seventh inning he came in with one out and nobody on in the bottom of the sixth inning and then proceeded to strike out both batters that he faced both looking and now we'll head back out looking to get through his second inning this one at the bottom of the seventh Final. Renegades are still leading, 7-2. Just saying. Final line for Brady Maltby. He went five and a third, three strikeouts, gave up five hits, and just two runs. Perkins has since faced two batters and struck them both out. Misses ball one here to Caden Williams. Actually, no, it is the number nine hitter, Caden Shoup. But then it'll be Caden Williams who waits on deck. So one and out to Shoup. He is one for two. I think you should say his last name like he does. That would take a, a lot out of me, and I think would Probably also... Probably get a couple pitches in while we're holding that ooh. So 1-1 one, one after the foul ball to Shoop. Popped out to third, and then had a two-RBI single. Drove in the only two Bombers runs his last time up. 1-1 one, one, and just misses. Ooh. All right, Ben, I got a trick question for you. Is our field bigger, like, farther out for home runs? Don't we have, like, a 425 out there in the outfield? Or did I make that up? 2-1 pitch. Misses outside. No, it caught the corner. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know about that one. Fans, <laughs> fans didn't like that. Shh, go with it. Go with it. 2-2 now. 2-2. Well, two two, shoot back in the box. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. And he gets some swinging. Strike three. Three strikeouts now for Brendan Perkins. He has looked good 
So back to your question. Farthest point out of this ballpark is 375. And I feel like that's our, I don't our think, corner. I don't think we have 425, but I think dead center's in the fours. Four, maybe like 410. So I'm going to guess that ours is bigger. Okay. I will I will fact that fact check that tomorrow, but. But then also, like, did you notice, like, way over here on the, the right field side? Hold on, I'll wait. This pitch is pumped in there. Strike oh. one to the leadoff hitter, Caden Williams. Hergen just recorded his third strikeout since coming in. Struck out everyone he's faced, all three of them. Like, this field is not even, like, right It is not a straight, like, round in the outfield. Yeah, like, third base out there in the outfield is, like, a 310. But over here on first, it's 290. It is, and it it's, is like, a, a very angled. It is a jagged wall. To 365. 56. 1-1 one, one pitch now to Williams. This one just misses in. 2 on the count. Oh, yeah, right center is almost as deep as dead center, yeah. which you don't see that too often. Right center is only 10 feet shorter than dead center. So an interesting design out here yeah. at Day Field. Perkins now behind 2-1. and one. Here's the pitch to Caden Williams. This up, one up, popped up. up. Left fielder Ross Lovich going after it. He slows, and oh, he, he missed it. the he ball. He lost it. He lost this it. This one gets down in left field. Runner Williams oh is going to turn gosh. ahead to third. Ross Lovich just now picking up the ball. Fires in, and Williams is hey. in standing with a triple. I think Lovich lost that he one in the lights. He hit the light, yeah, because he, like, duck and covered out there. That one, he was, when that ball landed, it was almost on the warning track, and Lovich was in shallow left field. So clearly never had a good look at that one, and That'll go as a one-out triple for the leadoff hitter, Caden Williams. So after Perkins struck out the first batter, Williams, a little bit unlucky for Perkins, as goes as a triple on his line, but now face Adam Webb. Strike one to Webb. That is the sixth hit of the ball game, the triple for the Bombers. But he was fast coming around the base. He was. Too. I thought for a second they might try and send him all the way because that ball just kept rolling out towards the wall. Oh, one is Cold in there. Uh-oh, the fans did not Don't think that. they liked that one either. And Herschler had to lunge at it a little bit, but they say it caught the outside corner and we'll take it. So now 0-2, he's ahead of Webb. Pitches now with one out. Here it comes, oh. this one way up. Oh. That, was a, that was a good one. I, I heard it coming. This one missed, and some fan yelled, is that a strike, when it was clearly way out of the zone. But I would get in trouble if I did that. So I'm going to let them stick with the sass tonight. The one-two pitch from Perkins is swing him up, strike three called. Two w outs now for the Renegades. Webb Fingers is set crossed. packing. The third strikeout looking delivered by Brennan Perkins, his fourth strikeout already. And now we have, right, hold on, Dillman. Zach Dillman's up to bat for the Bombers. With a runner on third and two outs. So Dillman, an RBA opportunity here. Here's Perkins' pitch. This one finds strike the zone. One. Strike one. <laughs> he is uh, certainly getting the crowd into I it. Like I'll tell him that. This is bringing me joy. I like that. Perkins now ahead. 0-1-1 looking to get this last out of the seventh. Here's the pitch. This one just Ooh, misses right outside. Inside. I mean, I was getting ready to call it strike the way this inning's been going. <laughs> One out triple off the bat of Caden Williams before Webb just struck out. Now it'll be up to a two out hit. This one up and in for ball two. Dillman looking to deliver that hit. He singled the right last time up, made it around a third, but didn't come home to score. Renegades lead this one seven to two. They have led the entire way. But not done a lot of action since the second inning up there. This one Ooh. fell off. That was the closest one. <laughs> to us so far, fouled okay. almost straight back, and now it's even two okay. balls and two strikes. Thank, 
thankful for this cage right now. Would be a great time for strikeout number five from Perkins and strand that runner Williams at third base. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, and a runner off a third. Perkins sets, Dillman in the box, and here's the pitch. This one fouled off the wall just in front of us, and we'll do the 2-2 pitch again. I wonder if you guys can hear that at home. You have to be able to. It's pretty loud. It is almost directly in front of us. There's a wall below the cage, and that's where that ball hit. So Perkins once again deliver the 2-2. Here it is. This one fouled out of Way play. Way over our head. Dillman continues the battle and stay alive in this at-bat. Oh, what's this, like the third time we're doing the 2-2? believe so. Dillman's, Dillman's giving it everything he's got up there. Outlaws, not the outlaws. There it was. It, it took till the seventh inning, but, but I did it. You were so close. Bombers have chilling by five, trying to scratch across a run here. Scored two in the fourth, but that's it. Here's the pitch. This one oh. just missed. Now we're up to a full count with two outs and a runner on third. Williams tripled with one out. Webb then struck out to follow, and now Dillman's in the 3-2 count. Perkins already got four strikeouts in just over an inning. This one swing. And a miss. And he gets them to end the inning. And now the Renegades are still leading 7-2 here at Bayfield. Thanks for listening to Show Me Sports Network, the official broadcast sponsor of the Jeff City Renegades. See you soon. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Hello, Renegades fans. We are back in the top of the eighth inning where the Renegades are still winning 7-2 to here at Dayfield against the Sedalia Bombers. Travis Batsberg, who's pitched really well in relief, is trying to get through four innings for the Bombers. So far, oh, he's gone. that breeze. Three innings, two strikeouts, giving up two hits, just one run allowed. He was on an RBI off the bat of Adonis Forte back in the sixth. So he has provided some much-needed relief after Brock Lucas went four innings, gave up six runs, five earned, and Batchburg has then really picked up the slack ever since. He'll look to do it again against Drill, Herschler, and Forte. Final warm-up pitch before the inning is coming in just a moment. I feel like this was a long warm-up. It was no games either, and it just... I know, I'm like, were we, like, way ahead? Oh, yikes. I just noticed, too, I don't think we ever did the seventh inning stretch. Thanks. 
We did oh. not. Yeah. Man, I that's why I'm probably so sleepy. It didn't, didn't have a chance to get, get up and get stretch. out of our seats. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about it as we're now in the top of the eighth. Would have happened after the Renegades' last trip up, but did not happen. And what a shame. So 7-2, Renegades lead. They have seven runs, eight hits, one error. Sedalia's got two runs, six hits, two errors. As Drill is in to lead off the eighth. First pitch way up off the glove of the catcher into the backstop for ball one. Drill one Joe's for three. Joe's going to hustle back to get that one. Good work, Joe. Drew a ground out, a pop out, and a single to left field his last time up. Scored what was the seventh run to gauge run, and now bats in a 1-0 count. Uh-oh, where'd it go? That one went over all of us. Foul ball, one ball, I one strike. I like the top of the dugout, or the stands here to protect us from those foul balls like I know it's not coming through there is there is zero <laughs> chance that a foul ball is landing on top of us unless it has the velocity to go through the roof through. One, one, one one pitch Ooh, to drill that hit gets him in the back and he will be a lead off base runner for the renegades now coming to the plate is Joe Herschler who is catching tonight for us fun fact you probably already knew that oh what okay <laughs> I I totally saw number 11 out there at the beginning. I totally thought it was the same pitch. Well, it's because the way the font, of the angle of the four is, yes. and the angle we're at, I thought it was totally number 11. What do so you say, Jimmy? I will have that name once again in just a moment. So Batchburg finishes with three innings pitched and gives up just the one run. Let's New pitcher gives up a leadoff hit by pitch, and that'll bring up Joe Herscher with the runner on first. Uh-oh. They don't have a number 44 on the internet, but I think it's Jimmy Layton. I believe that's, that's correct. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. Ooh, I just In got a whiff like of one. dugout stench when that wind blew. <coughs> Oops. <laughs> so 0-1 pitch now. Drill, who was just hit by a pitch, leads off first. Hersler in and behind in an 0-1 count. Here's the pitch. This one grounded to third. They're going to oh, go to second bounce. for one. The throw on back to first base is in time for double a double play. play. Nice work by Scheidt on the receiving end at second base to then make the throw and runner drill and the batter Herschler are retired. And now that brings it on a suerte to the plate for the Renegades. So new pitcher on for the for the Bombers. Comes in, lets the first base runner reach and then quickly gets him out with a double place. So now two out, nobody on at top of the eighth for Adonis Forte. Forte is four for four. Like we've done our best work with two outs today. Ooh, in the dirt for ball one. Didn't even make it to the plate. Skipped in there. This turf is so bouncy. Like, you never know where it's going to go once it... Forte, three singles and a double on his line tonight from the leadoff spot. He's been getting it done. One out, out on the way. This one going in once again. So two balls and no strikes now. Renegades bat in the top of the eighth inning. They've held... The lead ever since the first, they jumped out early 6-0. They've only scored one since the second, but so far more than enough as they lead by five. 2-0 pitches. Swung on and missed. Interesting swing attempt at that one by Forte. He did not like go he tried a full swing back, there. Yep. It was too far. So Forte still ahead now. Two balls and a strike. He's got one RBI to go with those four hits, along with a stolen base. 2-1 is low, and now three balls, one strike. You're all right. Renegades have done a lot of their best work with two outs. They have scored a, they scored all three runs in the second with two outs. We could do that again. And they've put a lot of base runners on 
Eight hits to go along with a couple of walks. Here's a 3-1 pitch to Forte. Ooh, Way in. Dirt. Gets to the backstop. So Forte will hustle the down to first. Running, running, and staying. Up next is Ty Wilsmeyer, our DH tonight, right? Am I right? He is DHing yeah. after pitching last night. Last two times before today that Wilmeyer had seen the field was on the mound and now makes his long-awaited return to the lineup. Know what he can do from the batter's box. So far tonight, he is 0 for 3. Does have a walk and scored on the Lovich homer in the second. Okay, but I feel like a hit here. Adonis is pretty fast out there on the field. That was a strike one. Called strike one. Already has a stolen base. See if yeah, they I put know, him in like, motion he's again. pretty fast. Wilmsmeyer bats. Right-handed pitcher facing the right-handed hitting. Forte off of first. He has held on. Bouncing around out there. Forte is not going. Pitch is just inside. So now we're even at a ball and a strike. The way Forte was inching off the bag, I thought he was going to take off on that pitch, but did not. He stays put. First baseman McGinnis holds him on. One base runner for the Renegades. Two outs, top of the eighth. Here's the pitch to Wolmsmeyer. In the dirt for ball two. Wolmsmeyer now ahead in the count. Last two at bats, he recorded out on the first pitch. A little bit deeper at bat here. Number two hitter in the order. He's been pretty much at the top of the lineup all year long for the Renegades. And now here's the 2-1. This one. Ooh, uh, it's, that was right on the corner, but I can't complain a whole lot based on how the last inning went for the Renegades pitching. So now two balls, two strikes, and two outs. Renegades at the plate. Wilmsmeyer trying to continue a mini two-out rally after Forte just walked. He's running. Ooh, here's running. the 2-2. Two, two. Called strike three on Wilmsmeyer to end the inning. Renegades are still winning 7-2 after scoring zero runs that half inning. And we'll see you back at Show Me Sports Network, official broadcast sponsor of the Jefferson City Renegades. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions at the boone county journal we're with you all the way we know that you're more than just a subscriber you're an employer you're a parent you're a neighbor most importantly you're a community member it's our goal to provide you with the latest news sports opinions obituaries classifieds and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Alrighty, fans, thanks for sticking with us through this game. We are back in the bottom of the eighth inning, Brayden McGinnis is up two bat for the Bombers. Brennan Perkins is still on the mound for the Renegades. Renegades have got six outs to get and try and hold this five-run lead. Oh. Perkins' Ow. first pitch, pitch is going to come in and get McGinnis. He chucks, he chucks the bat back towards the dugout, and that'll mean a lead-off base runner for the Bombers. So McGinnis is hit in the back, first time he reaches all night long from the cleanup spot. Uh-oh. Where's our next guy? 
They're still waiting on a hitter to come to the plate. Don't know who it is. <laughs> oh, there he is. Scheduled to be Riley Poulton, the catcher. Uh, maybe he was still getting his gear off. So, Pol it is Poulton sporting the knee brace on the right leg under the pants. Man, and to have his shin guards and that knee brace on, that has to be uncomfortable. Perkins so far, an inning in two-thirds, he struck out five batters, allowed just one hit, no runs so far. He's been great in relief, and pumps in a strike here to Poulton. I see some more action happening in the bullpen over there. Oh, it's Blue Glove. Oh, no, I always forget his name. Back into the batter's box now is Poland bats with the leadoff runner on first base. Ooh, foul ball right back behind us. Blue Glove is Ashley referred to him as Colin Shreves warming up for the oh, running Oh, yes, yes, I remember that. And he tried to convince me that his glove is green and it matches his school colors of Northwest Missouri State. But it's pretty teal. Pitch now on the way to Poulton. It's fouled oh. off and we'll stay put here at no balls and two strikes. This inning began with Braden McInnes being hit by pitch. He leads off of first base, and Gorling holds him on. Renegades lead by five runs. They're up 7-2 to two in the bottom of the eighth inning. Also, did you hear what you get if you bring back a foul ball? This one outside. <gasps> snap throw to first, and nope. diving back in safely as McGinnis now wanted to count on Poulton. No, I did not hear what you get if you, you bring back a foul ball. You get a free snow cone if you bring back a foul That's ball. A, that is a very good deal. The only thing is you have to leave the stadium to go know, get the I'm foul like, ball. I don't even know how to get out of here. So now one ball, two strike, Perkins still ahead, and here comes the Poulton. This one fouled off. It looks uh -oh. like it's going to stay in right. play. Gorling after it. He's under it, Ooh. and he makes the catch for out number one. Gorling just a step or two in front of his own dugout, made the catch on the pop-out, and retires Poulton for out number one. And now that'll bring up Hunter Lopaki. I love how none of the boys in the dugout even moved. Yeah, you would have th I mean, maybe <laughs> from like, their vantage point, they were pretty sure that it wasn't going to get close enough. But It was pretty close, though. It was only a step or two away. So now runner on first, one out. Here's Perkins' pitch. Oh, strike one. At the knees. Good frame job back there, too, by Herschler. Joe's been doing good work behind the plate back there. We'll pack you in. He's 0 for 3 on the evening. Perkins has been great in relief. Looks to continue that here. Oh, yeah, you should runner off of first. Here's the pitch. This one once again in there now. 0 and 2 on Lopaki. Perkins so far only two innings pitch and he's got five strikeouts. Every out that he has recorded so far has been via the strikeout up until that pop out. He's been great. Here's the 0-2 pitch. This one hit in the air, shallow center field, actually right field, second baseman out, and he makes the catch for out number two. Man, we lost another hat. Okay, but it was hilarious earlier when all three of the boys in right field area ran for that ball and every single person's hat fell off. But now up for the Bombers is Duffin Makings. Am I right? You are correct. I feel like me and Duffins are like opposing teams' besties, even though he doesn't know that. Maybe that you should go tell him after the game. <laughs> so runner still on first base. There was a leadoff hit by pitch. Boom. This one lined to first. Rolling dive and grab, and that will end Sorry, the Sorry, that inning. was a good catch, guys. You couldn't see that, but I had to jump out of the seat. But it was a great catch by Carter Gorling. And 
That brings the Renegade's score still 7-2, to two, beating the Bombers. And we are heading into the ninth inning. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Show Me Sports Network, official broadcast sponsor of the Jefferson City Renegades. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company at call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. To the ninth inning we go. Renegades looking to protect a five-run lead on the road here, taking on the Sedalia Bombers. And with the Renegades hitting the road this afternoon, want to remind everyone to go ride in with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in Premier Group Travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, they do it all. Doc and Arm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. To book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at moexpress.com. Ben Schmidt Ashley Carty here with you tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades lead five by five runs, up 7-2 in the ninth. Ross Levich is up to bat in that first pitch with a big ball. All the way back to the backstop. Why, why did he do that? Lovich, left fielder tonight, bats in the three spot. He's been on twice. Had a three-run homer to double the lead in the second. Oh, Fouled half off. swing. That one went right over the little vent. Jimmy Layton, who came in last inning, had a perfect first inning of work. Not a perfect first inning, but a scoreless first inning of work. Is back out to try and get the Bombers through the ninth inning. Bombers has used three pitchers. Brock Lucas... As here's the pitch, it's up and away for a ball. It has been Brock Lucas, Travis Batchberg, and now Jimmy Lane, the three that the Bombers have used. So two and one to Lovich. He'll be followed by Jackson Lovich and Jack Matashek in the hole. And he gets up 7-2, also leading 8-6 in the hits category. Ooh. Foul, Foul ball. It's now two balls and two strikes. Lovich's home run back in the second inning hit to the deepest part of the yard out there in center field. Muscled up for that one, the left-handed batting outfielder, and drove home three with that one swing. And that was Mizzou versus Mizzou, wasn't it? It was. Here's the 2-2. Two -two, hit oh. high in the air, playable in right field. Right fielder Dillman is under it, still waiting for it to come and down, and he makes the grab. That ball was hit a oh mile God, high. Very high. I had plenty of time to stand up, take a few steps, and look and see. Oslovich not even having to sprint, and he was still halfway to second by the time that ball was caught. Now, little brother Jackson is up to bat. wonder if they like being on the same team. Well, I can tell you when they uh, have to drive to Dillard's parking lot to get on the bus stop, they, they take the same car, so oh, they love each car. other that much. No gas prices, though. I would ride, I would ride with anybody to... Swing and a miss by Lovich on the first pitch. He is one for three. 
doubled in the first and came in to score on the Jack Matishek RBI double. Has not reached since. Now bats in an 0-1-1 count. Grounds this one. Third baseman to his left. That's Webb. Throw over to first. Is in time. Beats Lovitz by a step or two. And that will be the second straight batter retired to start this ninth inning. Now Jack Matishek is up for the Renegades. Do you see that? I said that real. Oh, they thought it was three outs. That's very awkward. That is uh very very awkward. Everybody was off the field except the outfield. The outfielders were in, in it, but the <laughs> infielders had no idea. So I was wondering, I'm like, why is Jack looking at us like that? That was in fact not out number three. That was out number two. Okay, that's totally something I would do on the scoreboard. I mean, now it'd be uh pretty funny if Matishek were to say, "You're gonna think the inning's I'm over. Like, I'll hit one out of the ballpark." So he bats no one on, two out. This one outside for a ball, one to no. Matishek pulled a two-RBI double in the first down the right field line. Has since that was hilarious. Grounded out, flew out, and popped out. Because I was, I was just so confused. I'm like, why is Jack staring at us? Like, I know I said his name real cool, but, like, why is he looking at us? That was a big swing and a miss for strike number one. But, yeah, half the – actually, the whole infield the whole, was off yeah, the Yeah, the whole infield had made their way over the dugout after just and then two batters. And kind of like, oh, Lord, who are these guys? 1-1 one, one now to Matashek is Ooh. grounded weakly. Pitcher chopper, off the mound. Chopper, chopper. He's over to get it. Oh, and he missed it. They're going to say that it's a foul ball. Oh, dang it, dang it, dang it. Whoa, that was dramatic. And Matashek is down. Hopefully he's all right. He pops back up. I think that's actually a good thing that that rolled foul because I think Matashek would have Well, I think we missed the out. tag, so I think he would have been safe. Matashek is taking a little bit of time to go back to the batter's box. I don't know what he hurt when he tried to jump out of the way of that tag. All boys are in the way. I can't see anything. He is now going to take the trot back toward the batter's box. It looks like. I think it was on the hand because he's taken the left-handed batter's glove off. So I think maybe when he went to the ground, could have hurt the left hand. Catcher pulled nice enough to pick up his bat, handed back to him. Nice guy back there. So that'll be one and two on Manishek after the foul ball and Pitcher Layton was off the mound to try and record the out, and right as he picked it up, umpire was screaming foul ball. So now a 1-2 count. Renegades up 7-2. They bat in the top of the ninth inning. Nobody on. And here comes the 1-2 pitch to Matashek. This one hit high in the air in foul territory. Third baseman Webb after it, but he has no play. That one will sail into the crowd. So we'll do the one-two pitch once again. Matashek will step back into the box. Looks like his at-bat was about to be over when he grounded one weekly a second ago. I still shaking my hand. So Here comes the one-two pitch to Matashek. This one <gasps> off the end of the bat. Third well, baseman makes the catch, and I think he what? hurt his hand once like, again. Like, what do you do now? <laughs> that one, I think, was a stinger off the inside of the bat. You hope he's okay. Catch was made for out number three, but looks to be visibly shaken up. You hope he's all good. Anyway... We'll head to the bottom of the ninth inning. Renegades have got three outs to get. They lead this one 7-2. to We'll be right back for that inning on the Show Me Sports Network. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech we say... From the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. 
Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Riverhill Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverhill Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverhill Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverhill Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Three outs to get for the Renegades. Three outs stand between them and a second straight win, a second straight win on the road, and one that would move them to six and seven if they can get these last three outs before giving up five runs. Couple of changes for the Renegades this inning. New relief pitcher relieves Brennan Perkins. It is Kale Wilson taking the mound for the Renegades, looking to get the final three outs. No save opportunity because they're up by five, but still a big shot here in the ninth inning. Can't ever underestimate the pressure of pitching in the ninth inning of a baseball game. So Perkins finishes with two and two-thirds innings pitched, five strikeouts, just one hit, and no earned runs. By far, from what I can remember, the best that he has looked on a pitching mound this season. So major props to him. He comes in in relief. Brady Malpe still in line for the win if the Renegades can get these last three outs. Other defensive substitution, Luke Fuller takes over in right for Jack Matashek. Looks like a hand or arm injury in multiple instances of his at bat in the ninth. Hope he is alright. First pitch from Kale Wilson is pumped in there. Strike one looking to Toby Scheidt. Matashek looked to first hurt the hand or arm whatever the injury is on the foul ball and then later when he swung and recorded the out, grasped and pain at it again and was clearly shaken up. Once again, Hopi is all right. Currently sitting just outside the dugout. He's got the ice on the hand, so I think that's what it is. Maybe the wrist area, too. So 1-1 one, one pitch on the way to Toby Scheitz. Lead-off batter in the bottom of the ninth. This one misses low and away. Now 2-1 to the second baseman of the the batting Sedalia Bombers. Scheidt has reached twice. He's 0-1. He's got the strikeout, but reached on a base on ball and hit by pitch. So now Wilson, third Renegades pitcher, delivers the 2-1. This misses low, and now three balls, one strike. I thought it was a 1-2 count, but the scoreboard actually had it at 2-1, so big difference in the count now. Wilson back on the mound, facing the leadoff hitter this inning, Scheidt, right-handed batter, and here's the pitch. This one called strike. That one's in there, and now the count is run full. Full count to Scheidt. Cade Shoop waits on deck. Caden Williams in the hole. Wilson long look into the catcher, Hersler. He now sets at the belt. He kicks, and here's the 3 2. This one swing and a miss. He got him to chase, and that is out number one in the bottom of the ninth inning. Strikeout swing. That is the ninth strikeout recorded by Renegades pitching. They've been good on the mound tonight. A bunch of games in a row where they've really succeeded from the mound, and now they're two outs away from a victory. So after the strikeout by Kale Wilson for out number one, he'll face Cade Shoop. 
Shoup is one for three, two RBI single. He's responsible for both of the Bombers' runs. He did that in the fourth. Pop out and strike out, swinging a bookend to that two-run single. So first pitch, missed low. Now 1-0 count on Cade Shoup. I want to thank everyone for listening in this evening on the Show Me Sports Network. Hope you've enjoyed. 1-0 pitch, misses inside to Shoup. Now 2-0 count. They gave to led this one from the get-go. Three in the first, three in the second. Had them up six to nothing. They gave up two in the fourth, but then added one more back on in the sixth. That's where we currently stand at a 7-2 ball game. 2-0 pitch, misses low. Now he's running three balls, no strikes on Cade Shoup. After this at bat, we'll go back to the top of the lineup in Caden Williams. Wilson retired the first batter he faced this inning. Toby Schrade on a strikeout swing. Now faces the left-handed batting shoot. He's falling behind 3-0, and here's the pitch. Misses low, skips in there, and that's a four-pitch walk to shoot. One-out base runner for the Bombers. So now we go back to the top. It'll be Caden Williams followed by Adam Webb, but one ground ball here could end this thing and send the Renegades home with a win. Caden Williams tripled his last time up on a ball that looked like Ross Lovich lost in the lights. Oh, yeah. That was tragic. Williams is also flown out, doubled, and grounded into a double play. So two for four, steps in. Bombers got a lot of work to do. They trail by five, but just got their first base runner of the inning on with one out on a walk. Here's the pitch to Williams. Ooh. This one up high, and now five straight balls thrown by Kale Wilson. Wilson versus Williams in this at bat. Base runner Shoup leads off of first base, just walked on four pitches. Here's Wilson's 1-0 pitch. This Ooh, one. Swing and a miss. First strike. Blew that one by him. One. Now one ball, one strike. They were fast on that count. The scoreboard was. It's been uh, either <laughs> way off or right on it. So it's nowhere in between. So one ball, one strike, one out. Glowing herds holds the runner on at first base. And here's the pitch. Ooh, swing and a little tippy. Blew it by him again. Just enough to make contact. Now he's a strike away from out number two. One ball, two strikes on Caden Williams. Williams once again two for four on the night. Bats in the leadoff spot. Played shortstop this evening. And now it's a chance to at least try to ignite a rally for the Bombers. Here's the one-two. This one way high. Herschel out of his crouch to grab it. And now we're even two and two. So I went on a little field trip to get Jack some rice. And I had to stop in the, in the concession stand because they close it down in the middle of the game. They have air conditioning in there. I'm sure that would be a great oh. place to call the game from. And I'm like, I'll hang out in here for a minute while you guys make that ice. Like, I don't think he's too hurt. 2-2 two, two pitch. Oh. Swing and a miss for out number two. Throw to first. Not in time, but they get the batter. Williams <laughs> swinging, and that's oh. out number two. Wow, that was a, a fast play out there. Second strikeout of the inning for Kale Wilson. He gets the second out, and now the Renegades are an out away from a victory here at Dayfield. It'll be up to Adam Webb to keep things going. Kale Wilson just one out away from a victory Steps in with one on, two out. Here's the pitch from Wilson in there. Ooh, Called strike. strike. Just two strikes. Strand between between the Renegades and the victory. They're up to double-digit strikeouts. Tenth strikeout of the game just recorded by Renegades pitching. It's a good thing to go double digits in. Wilson steps off the mound, looks the runner back. Back on the mound now. Wilson two strikes away from nailing this one down. Here's the 0-1 pitch. This one in there once again, and it's now 0-2. So far on the evening, seven runs, eight hits, one error for the Renegades. 
Two runs, six hits, two errors for the Bombers. Wilson, two outs recorded, both via strikeout. And the Renegades are just one out, one strike away from a road victory to move them to six and seven. Wilson kicks. Here's the 0-2. This one loops in there. Ring him up. Strike three. And that oh, will end the ball game. That one off speed fell right into the zone. Umpire rings him up, and that ends the ball game. It's Kale Wilson gets three strikeouts in the ninth inning. Renegade celebrating out on the field. Out there for the high five line as the outfielders also meet up following their victory. Final score, 7-2. Renegades win this one. They led all the way from the jump. I think i got to give a player of the game to Ross Lovich for his three-run bomb in the second inning. Drove in Forte and Wilmsmeyer just sent that one out of there. Renegades never looked back, led the whole way. A couple other big contributors for the Renegades. Jack Matishek drove in two with a double in the first. Obviously the Lovich home run. RBI to Adonis Forte. He went four for four on the evening. Also had a walk and a stolen base. He was excellent from the leadoff spot. And have to give a shout out to Renegades pitching who went the full nine innings, allowing just two runs. Brady Maltby got the start. He gets the win on the evening. He went five and a third innings. Goes three strikeouts, five hits, two runs, two earned. Following him was Brendan Perkins. He was also fantastic. Two and two-thirds, five strikeouts, one hit, no runs allowed. And then Kale Wilson on for the final three. Goes an inning, three strikeouts, no hits allowed, and gives up zero runs. So Maltby gets the win on the evening. And Brock Lucas, Mizzou starting pitcher, gets the loss. He went four innings, two strikeouts, six runs, five earned. So Renegades win this one 7-2. If it is with seven runs, eight hits, and an error. Bombers with two runs, six hits, and two errors. It was so much fun to call this one on the Show Me Sports Network. Agreed. Along with Ashley Carty joining me for most of this one. Renegades will now head back home tomorrow night to face the Chillicothe Mudcats, a team they lost to 4-3 on Saturday. So for Ashley and myself, Ben Schmitz, as the Renegades get to celebrate, hope you are celebrating as well as the Renegades take this one 7-3, signing off for the final time on this Tuesday evening. Have a great rest of your night, everyone. Make sure to come back tomorrow night at 7. Blake will be back on the call from Vivian Field as the Renegades look to move to 500. Have a good Tuesday, everyone. Thanks for listening on the Show Me Sports Network, and take care. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball.
serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.